6: Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This is episode 104.
5: 104?
7: Yes.
6: 104.9. I'm Dan Ellis. And I'm Ryan Duffy.
2: And I'm Matt Mitchell.
3: You guys switch places.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, at, least, at least I went with it really
6: quick because I wanted to say my name. <laughs>
3: yeah. Good improv skills. <laughs> Thank you.
6: And and I don't sound like Dan Ellis. I sound, I sound sexier, kind of. You sound
3: kind of still like Dan Ellis. Oh, well, yeah. But your, your voice is maturing to the radio voice. Narciss haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: I don't I if I must have fallen asleep with my mouth open or something because my throat was just really dry. And I haven't I haven't spoken a whole lot over the last couple of days. And maybe that's part of it. I just haven't worn my voice or I don't know. I don't know. It's, it was weird. My throat's <laughs> a little sore, but it was mainly just dry and like a little rough. That's why I find when I'm like camping by myself for a week, I just got
2: to scream at the moon sometimes.
6: Yeah. Well, it but it's weird because I haven't talked a whole lot, but my voice and my throat feel like. like when I would go to a concert or when I've been at a bar all night long or at a Utes game and I've just been screaming the whole you, night and you your get, voice just gets tired and worn out. You know? Do you get sinus infections? Uh I have in the past, but I, I haven't really had one since I quit smoking.
2: Because I had my first sinus infection last year, and it started off with that nasty sore throat where all the sinus fluids were draining down the back of my throat, and I had a really nasty sore throat. And then yeah.
6: then it clogged up and said, no, your brain's going to explode. Well, and that might be it, too. It might have been post-nasal drip because it's been a very sad week here at the Heathen Hacienda. Uh, as, as some of you have seen uh, that I posted out on Facebook, uh, our adorable little... Shit vomiting monster puppy chaplain died on Monday. And that was, was and is a really shitty thing, man. It's just Mm -hmm. been really fucking terrible. Uh, Monday we took him in, um, took him into the vet early in the morning. He was supposed to be fixed and get chipped and have his nostrils fixed. Uh, he had stenotic nares, it happens in brachycephalic dogs, that have the smushed face that sometimes they can't breathe through their nose very well because their nostrils are really tiny. And so they have this uh resectioning of their nostrils that they do where they, you know, cut a little notch in their nostril at the back and then stitch it, you know, pull their nostril back and stitch it back so that their nostrils are just enlarged and they can breathe through their nose more easily. So... I was really excited to get that done for him because he had been having a hard time breathing. You know, when I'd let him out in the yard and he'd run around and when he'd be sniffing at stuff on the ground, he'd look up. And because his nostrils were so narrow, he would like work any bit of moisture in his nostrils into a froth. Oh, <laughs> and so hmm. he always just had this like foam at the end of his nose whenever he was outside. And then when he'd come in the house... You know, dogs typically don't breathe through their mouth unless they're Mm -hmm. hot and they're panting. They always breathe through their nose. And because he couldn't breathe through his nose very well, he would just gasp every now and then. You know, just... Mm -hmm. And he'd snore and do all of the other things associated with it. And... So I was really excited to get that done for him because I thought, you know, he's going to breathe a lot easier, he'll be a lot more happy, he'll be more energetic, and just his quality of life will be improved because mm-hmm. he'll be able to fucking breathe better. It won't be like breathing through a goddamn straw all the time. So we get up, we take him into the vet, um, and... You know, drop him off. You guys were over here last week, Mm -hmm. and I I told you when you saw him, I'm like, Like, this will be be the last time that you see him with his testicles. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because he's going to have him removed next week. So we take him in, we drop him off, and, you know, the vet tells us um, when we're dropping him off that, you know, she, she warns us that some people have complained, and it turns out sometimes that when they do the resectioning of the nostrils, You know, when they stitch it back, that it exposes a little bit of the inside of their nostrils sometimes, and so there's sometimes a little pink, like, line on their nostrils after they're done, and she's like, so I'm just going to warn you that that may be the case, and, you know, some people get upset that their dog doesn't, you know, look perfect anymore, or that it doesn't, you know, have just a perfect black nose. It's got these pink lines or whatever. You know, can like, put a little
3: Sharpie on it. Yeah. yeah I'm,
6: <laughs> I'm like, we'll get it tattooed. No big deal. No, I was like, you know, I don't fucking care. As long as he can breathe, that'll be fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's my concern. I don't give a fuck what he looks like. He's the most adorable fucking puppy on the face of the planet. You really can't do anything to change that. So, um well, we, <laughs> well turns like, out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well if he's not on the planet anymore, <laughs> or, or, yeah. So we drop him off, come home. Uh, I'm doing work. We had given them my phone number for them to call. And, you know, Tracy and I both work from home. Mm-hmm. So we're both in our offices just working away. And I don't know, it was like 1 o'clock, one thirty maybe. And Tracy came up to my office and she's like, has the vet tried calling you? And I checked my phone. And I'm like, no. I even turned the volume on and all the way up, you know, in case they – so that when they called, we could just go and pick him mm-hmm. up and bring him home. And she's like, they've tried calling me like three times. I don't know why they're not calling you. And I'm like, I don't know either. So she's standing there in my office and calls the vet, puts him on speakerphone. And, uh, you know, so I can hear the the phone call and the the vet tech answers and, you know, Tracy says, oh, hi, this is, this is Tracy. I'm calling about Chaplin. We had dropped him off to get fixed today. And, you know, I saw that you tried calling a few times. And so I'm just returning the call to see if he's done and we can come and pick him up. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, let me go get Dr. Gina for you. And Tracy's like, "Uh, okay, sure. You know, and, and I didn't really think much of it at the yeah, time. Yeah. She's just on the phone and. So, Doctor Gina gets on the phone and she's like, "Yeah, hi, Dan," or she says, "Hi, Tracy," and Tracy's like, "I got you on speakerphone. Dan's here with me." And she's like, oh, "Okay, yeah. Well, I wanted to let you know, um, you know, the surgery went really, really well. Uh, and and I hate to have to do this, but you know, I have the worst news possible that I could that I could give to anybody." And and when she first said that the surgery went well, you know, I'm in my office, yeah. so I'm I'm kind of swiveling in my chair, looking at my desk, like, okay, I gotta grab my phone, I gotta grab my wallet. I'm looking at the things that I need to put in my pockets to take with me to go and pick up the dog. And then she says, you know, I have I have like the worst news possible, and and I still wasn't quite getting it. And I thought, oh well, his nose didn't turn out perfect, and you no, know, you no, know, so fucking what? I still don't give a shit. I, I, that wasn't a concern of mine anyway. And then she continues, and she says, you know, the surgery went really well. Uh, his nose turned out really well, but uh, following the surgery and recovery, uh, he stopped breathing. And, um, you know, we were able to get him breathing again. And, and I'm kind of listening to all of this in the in the yeah. background while I'm still looking for stuff around. And she says, and then his heart stopped, and that made me stop. And I started listening a little more closely. And she says... You know, we did what we could, but I'm I'm sorry to tell you that he died. And I just, it was like somebody punched me in the mm-hmm. gut. You know, you just, there was that, there was that visceral, uncontrollable reaction where it was like, I just made the sound. I went, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. It, it, where you can't breathe. Yeah, it just, it, it totally just sucked the air out of my lungs and, and. You know, and I said, What? And, and Tracy's like, I'm sorry, what? And, and the doctor said, Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but he died. And, you know, it's one of those things that it doesn't happen very often and it's a terrible tragedy when it does. And I, and I, you know, there's really not much I can say to console you or to make this any better other than to say, you know, I'm really sorry and we did what we could. And, and, you know, I just, I started just sobbing. And so Tracy walked out of my office and she was crying, too, but she was still on the phone. But I think she left my office mainly because she couldn't hear the doctor because I was <laughs> like I was like it was like racking, ugly, crying sobs, like just <laughs> like really ugly <laughs> fat guy in his office, in his chair, crying over his dead puppy news. Hmm. Um, so Tracy leaves, uh, continues the conversation with the vet, comes back in. Uh, tells me, you know, gives me a little more detail, and I'm just, I'm inconsolable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was, I think at one point I actually blew a snot bubble. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was like Care? A, no, it was ugly. Drooling, snot running down my face, just completely, I had to come apart. And, uh, so she's like, well, What do you want to do? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do I want to do? I'm pissed off, and this sucks so bad, and how can this have happened, and what did they do wrong? And And I'm not paying the vet. And and she's like, well, what do you want to do? You know, how do you want to handle this? Do you want to go and get him? Do you want to, you know, what, do you want to have him cremated? And I'm like, I'm not driving anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And... She's like, I know, I know, you know. We just, but we need to figure this stuff out. And of course, she's bawling her head off too. And uh, so she ends up calling the vet back. Uh, we decide that we're gonna get a paw print, you know, a cast yeah, paw print yeah. like I got for Luke. And um, she said, you know, she hangs up and she comes in and she tells me that the vet wants to do an wants to do an autopsy. And in my head, I'm still pissed off that this has happened. I'm still hurt. And I'm like, well, yeah, great. You know, I have to pay the vet for killing my dog. And now I have to pay the vet to do an autopsy on how she killed my dog. No, that's not going to fucking happen. That's not going to solve anything. That's not going to bring him back. So um, I'm like, no, I don't want that to happen. Tracy leaves again. She calls the vet again, uh, comes back to talk to me. And I just. I just – I sent an email to my boss while I was sitting there and just said, hey, I found out my puppy died and I'd like to take the rest of the day off if that's okay with you. Of course, he just responded back and said, sure, you know, that's fine. So I shut everything down, went downstairs, sat on the couch. I don't think I moved for like four and a half, five hours. Just sat on the couch and surfed the things on the boob tube, fell asleep for a little while. I bought Deadpool and put it on and I think I slept through the entire thing. Wow. I just – I just passed out. Like not I was even, done. Not even yeah. dick jokes could bring you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I was. I was just out. Tracy's mom came over and she was crying and said she was sorry. And Danica came home and gave me a hug and said she was so sorry. And Tracy came in and checked on me. And you know, and I feel bad because Tracy was just as heartbroken as I mm-hmm. was, and she's handling all of this stuff, and I'm just this dumb lump on a couch who's. Un- yeah. Inconsolably crying, ugly fat guy tears all over <laughs> himself and going through a box of Kleenex. Uh, so that all winds down. We have some dinner. Uh, Tracy's daughter Danica was kind enough to go out and get something for us and brought it back. Have dinner, go to bed, and I had to work really early Tuesday. Yes, you know, so uh, get up, go to work, and. That was just kind of a shitty day all around because I didn't want to be there. I was still very upset. I am still very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but spend the whole day at work, go golfing in the evening. I didn't get home last night until like 10. And But while I was at work, I, I did a lot of thinking and realized, you know, the vet doesn't want this kind of thing to happen. Sure. You know, they don't. No, it's. They don't it, like it, having dead
3: puppies there. It's no, nobody it's, does. It's,
6: it's it's an it's a not good thing all around, right? Yeah, um, yeah it's a
3: disaster. Yeah, for so, everybody.
6: And and you know I, I come to find out in talking with Tracy uh, uh, Monday even Monday night, she said that the vet uh, scheduled a staff meeting because you know the, the entire staff is really upset because. They all thought he was just the cutest fucking dog in the world. You know, they all every time we took him in, they would all just dote on him and they'd, you know, come out of whatever room they were in to come and pet him and say hi and say how cute he was and play with him a little bit. So they were all really, really upset. The doctor's upset. She feels bad. So they, you know, after he dies, they have a staff meeting and they go through... (laughs) Everybody that was involved yeah. with anything that happened with him that day, you know, okay, you checked him in, you you mm-hmm. prepared his, his shots, you, you gave him the anesthetic, you were there in the waiting room, you were there in the recovery room, you know, and going through and making sure that everybody did everything the right way or, or that they didn't miss anything, just kind of a review of yeah. everything that happened to try to figure out if they had done anything wrong or had forgotten something or made a mistake, and that was fruitless. Um, they, they, they didn't figure out anything that, that they had done wrong and, but you know, they were all clearly upset by it mm-hmm. and, uh, I feel like my brain is a little mushy. So if yeah. I start to ramble, whenever just cut me off and say, okay, Honestly, I just wonder if there's but,
2: that, you know, like how some people are allergic to anesthesia
6: Yeah, and they mm-hmm. can't, well, she, when she, they go under, they don't. Yeah, well, she said the the entire surgery went fine. You know, he was fine through all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until he was in recovery and they they started to bring him out from under the anesthesia that he stopped breathing. Um, did I already say this? He he still had the the breathing tube in. Okay. He stopped breathing. Uh, they were able to resuscitate get mm-hmm. him, getting get him breathing again. But then his heart stopped. Mm-hmm. So they did CPR for like a half hour. Couldn't get his heart going again, and he just died. So. Um. So, you know, I get home last night after golf, and Tracy and I are sitting at the table, and I said, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about it, and I know that... You know, this wasn't that the doctor just doesn't give a shit and that's why he died. And I had gone out and read like all different reviews from all over everywhere about this, this veterinarian and this clinic. And they're all glowing reviews. Everybody loves the place, loves the doctor. The, she does a great job on everything. So kind and caring and compassionate and provides excellent care. And so clearly this isn't something that happens there very often. Yeah. Or you would see those it, kind of It reviews. sounds like they made every effort. Yeah. Yeah, no. and it just, something happened. So I'm talking to Tracy, and I said, you know, I when we were talking about it yesterday, you know, I, I told Tracy, I'm never taking another animal there ever again, and how could they have killed my dog? And you want to be able to blame somebody. And... You were in the anger
3: phase. Yeah. I just picture reading reviews, <laughs> kind and caring, <laughs> you're <ass>. right. <laughs> <laughs> sure they are.
6: Uh, but I said, you know, I, I, I understand that, it had to have sucked for everybody there too. Oh, yeah. You know, nobody, nobody who is in the business of caring for an animal wants to have a dead baby animal on their hands, right? That's, that's not an ideal mm-hmm. situation no, that, that's, for anybody. That's
3: nightmare scenario yeah. for them too. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you don't, you as a, as a person who cares for animals for a living don't want that to happen. You don't want it to happen to a customer who you then have to call and explain yeah. what had happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's a bad deal for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I told Tracy all of that, and I said, you know, and I'm sure they did whatever they could. And she said, well, I'm glad you said that because, you know, she asked if she could do an autopsy. And and I said, well, yeah, I, I know. And I I said, you know, I didn't really want that because I didn't think anything would come of it. And she's like, well, I know, but, you know, then she asked if we wanted to come and see him, and you said no, you know, because you didn't want to drive. And, it, you know, it just i didn't you were pissed. i didn't want well, and I didn't want to go and see him I mean he's dead mm-hmm. it's I would much rather keep whatever memories of him before he was dead i would i don't I didn't want my last memory to of him to be you know yeah his his shaved nether air his <laughs> his shaved nether region and stitches in his nose yeah. and he's dead on a table somewhere i I didn't want that to be my yeah. last memory so mm-hmm. uh so she said, well, you know, after you said you didn't want to see him, and I called her again and asked her to, you know, what we needed to do to settle up, settle up the bill. They're not charging us for the surgery at all or anything. She's like, they're not charging for the anesthesia, for any of the work that they did, for, you know, any of the supplies, none of that. Um, they're the only thing they charged us for was Sophie's stuff because we, we had also taken Tracy's dog in to get, uh, a Bordetella shot mm-hmm. and to get some more food. And we need to board her because we're going to the Reason Rally yeah. at the end of the month. So uh, we were getting her caught up on her vaccinations also. She's like, so the only thing they charged us for was so Sophie's stuff. And the doctor asked if she could do the autopsy. Asked her how much that would be and she said, Oh, I'm not gonna charge you. I just want to see if I can figure out what what, went wrong. You know, if there was something genetic or if it was their mistake. If there was something wrong with his heart that we weren't aware of, if there was you know just I wanna see if I can Mm -hmm. figure out what happened so that it doesn't happen to anybody else. And I said, Well, how did that all go? And she said, she did the full autopsy and she can't see anything at all wrong with him. She said he was perfectly healthy. She said, You know, the the only thing I could think is then maybe he was poisoned and I doubt that happened because he lived with you guys and he seemed yeah. fine. And she said, and apparently the doctor said, you know, I can send off a blood sample to have blood work done on it, see if there was something wrong there. And, and I was like, it, that's no, she doesn't need to do that. It's not going to, not going to fix anything. You know, sometimes things just happen that we don't What's really have an explanation who? for right now. Hopefully we'll figure it out what happened someday, but. They just don't know, and so my adorable little sweet, tiny little cute-as-fuck puppy is no more, and I was devastated, still devastated, heartbroken, very, very sad, but I'm no longer crying inconsolably,
2: uh, so, <laughs> well, when you, so that's put, a good thing. Yeah, when, when you guess. posted that comment on Facebook, I had to read it twice, because, like, what, what?
3: I know. Like, well, and then you text me, yeah. and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I know Luke? you don't
2: frequent Facebook that often. I knew. Yeah. I'm like, I should text Matt and let him know what happened. Yeah, thanks, man.
6: Yeah. And I'm I'm glad and somewhat surprised I could get through that whole story without crying, because the whole thing really fucking sucks, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. I Like, all Monday, I was crying. Cried a little bit. To and from work and a little bit at work. Uh... Uh, but, yeah.
3: And if anyone out there is thinking, well, God just needed him back. God doesn't need. <laughs> he doesn't need anything. He's God. He's got yeah. enough dogs. Fuck him.
6: Yeah, yeah, I told. That was the other thing I told Tracy last night. I'm like, if I ever find out there is a God, I'm going to punch him right in the dick. <laughs> and she says, well, yep. you'd better do it before I find out there is because I'm just going to rip his dick off. <laughs> so... Nice. Yeah, it's it's been really shitty and sucky and sad and uh, God, I don't know I don't I don't know what else to say about it. It just it fucking sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
6: Monday night I, you know, we had him sleeping in a kennel in our room, and so Monday night, it, you know, after I'd sat on the couch forever and we were going to bed, I cleaned his kennel out of our room and. You know, went into my office and sat down to to shut down my computer, get everything ready for, you know, to, to take it to the office in the morning and turn around. And there's his little bed in my office yeah. and his toys and his water dish and everything. So I cleaned all of that out, put it all in a spare room. Uh, yeah, it just, it really sucks. There's memories all over. And, and we were just getting through the terrible puppy stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't shit vomiting anymore no. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't eating his own poop anymore uh he was letting us know when he needed, when he needed to go to the bathroom he was recognizing simple commands you know he would sit he would stay he would come he would follow me. And we were getting into a routine, like, you know, in the morning I'd get up, I'd let him outside, I'd go and make coffee, let him back in, give him his breakfast. Have coffee with him. Yeah, have have a little bit of coffee with him while he's eating his breakfast, and then he'd finish eating, (laughs) I'd put him outside again, he'd come back in, and I'd say, okay, let's go to work. And he would just fucking follow right behind me, like he was my little shadow, and we'd go up in my office, and he'd crawl up onto his bed, and you know, chew on his toys. And we were just getting into a nice routine of mm-hmm. how this was all going to work. And yeah, yeah, it just, it fucking sucks just out of the blue. And that was the other thing too. Like it just, I think I cried more over Chaplin when he died than I did when Luke died. Who yeah, well, because Luke, years. you knew it was coming yeah, and, and, and the and, shock of it. Yeah, you know? Well, and, and maybe, maybe I, you know, I spread all of that sadness out over, mm-hmm. over the time of realizing that Luke's time was coming mm-hmm. to an end and mm-hmm. you know having having small moments of sadness and spreading that out over however long and but with Chaplin it was just boom your dog's dead deal with it yeah mm-hmm. sorry fucker <laughs> yeah yeah so that's the whole story and it sucks and yeah I'm yeah I'm still very upset about it but I didn't cry, so that's good. And and we can talk about other stuff now.
7: How is that conversation going with God about this uh, potential presidential run? Has he grabbed you by the collar yet? I read an article about that.
1: Uh, I I feel fingers. But, um, you know, I just, uh, it's mostly me. I just, I have to be sure.
2: Did you hear about the villagers in Indonesia? I've heard that they have some. Uh, They've got some smart ones. What? Yeah. Yeah. Villagers, villagers thought angel fell from the sky. It was actually a sex toy. A sex toy. A sex toy. Was it, well, some people would say that was an angel. Well, there's there's or a, a gift from God. There's the photograph. So, being a podcast and it's a very visual podcast. Um, you, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm showing you the picture right now. <laughs> podcast creepy
3: as fuck. Uh-huh.
2: Um, the the sex doll is. It th- looks like a Russian <sighs> nesting doll. Yeah, it, it does. does a little bit. It's dressed. It's got a red a red a uh, shirt on. Got some sort of skirt. A uh, little, you know, like what grandma would wear, a little s- sweater over top of the shirt. and he was like, got the headdress on and everything. It's yeah. a properly dressed sex doll. Yeah. Uh, according to the news story, this is a sex toy found by a fisherman in a small Indonesian village was taken home, dressed up in worship as an angel for weeks, the BBC reports, <laughs> providing yet again that the world is strange in a wonderful place. According to the San Francisco Chronicles, a 21-year-old fisherman found an inflatable sex toy washed up on a beach in March. Uh, though other sources say it was floating in the sea. Uh, regards to that, the Times notes that the naked, fair-skinned girl impressed the fisherman with her round green eyes and an ex- expression of ambiguous rapture.
3: Oh! <laughs> Whatever that means, yeah. Uh, this, this you, f- the fisherman. You know that thing she floated was... from Thailand. <laughs> the permanent O face. It's not that far from Thailand. Oh, That's true. where that came from. That
2: might have been like during one of the tsunamis, washed into some guy's hut. Yes, <laughs> just 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 out of his personal co- yeah, collection, had, yeah. you know, personal sex doll collection. Uh the fisherman took the doll home to his village in uh Papi, uh, that's how you pronounce it. Uh that's like the Filipino way of saying who's your daddy. Well, Calu Papa, uh-huh. 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 yeah. I uh, see, puppy. So they took <laughs> it home, dressed it in a blouse, skirt, in a hijab. Uh, his parents reportedly changed the clothes every day as a sign of respect. So, oh, yeah. Um,
6: does that mean she was dripping stuff out of her? Oh, probably. They had to change <sighs> her underwear once a day. <laughs> you don't want that growing mold.
2: Yeah. No. But uh, police ended up taking it away. The police took it yeah. away? <laughs> Afraid of how the population would react to headlines like Angel in." Salawahi, found fallen from the sky, naked and weeping, launched an investigation. They determined that Angel was actually a blow-up doll and confiscated it.
6: Huh. So this was an actual, like, blow-up doll. Yes. Like... I don't know it how wasn't, that could be mistaken. I don't know.
2: For, it wasn't like one of those crazy, like super expensive, like Asian ones that talks to you. It was a one you. St- Where does this story come from? This I'm skeptical of this. story. I don't know. I've seen this you one said floating Indonesia, around, right? Yes, happened in Indonesia. I've seen it, this story floating around for the past week from a couple different news articles. In, Indonesia people. has very
3: strict yeah. Islamic law. Yeah,
2: with so, photographs yeah. of the fisherman and her in different sets of clothing and stuff.
3: I don't know. I
2: mean, does religion make people that stupid? Well, it,
3: in Indonesia, <laughs> it, if but if if you can't access the internet, you can't buy any of that stuff. It's all banned. And I was reading yeah. that on the Daily Mail.
6: So, huh? I don't know. It all seems suspect. I don't know. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I the the pictures are fucking
2: creepy. I don't, okay. You believe you don't believe a sex doll washing upon a shore and people worshiping it, but you do believe Donald Trump could be a president. No, no.
6: Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't. I mean, it it could happen. I don't think it will happen. No. Well,
3: yeah, but if we weren't watching it happen, we all would be skeptical of that claim too. Yeah. I mean, when like a year through- ago,
2: you said Don- if you would have said Donald Trump's a nominee a year ago, I would have said, "Ha, that's funny." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now it's like,
3: <laughs> oh, it's not funny. No. And the whole rest of the world has been laughing too, but oh, yeah. now they're like, "Fuck,
6: joke's oh, over, yeah. people." World's fucked. Yeah, I posted out to Facebook today uh, a few things about it. One of them was just a comment that uh, mainstream Republicans send a message to Donald Trump supporters, and it was just uh, Charlton Heston. In Planet of the Apes, yeah, on the beach, I, he's yeah. like, you
1: blew it all
6: up, you <laughs> bastards. <Yeah.
3: laughs> Speaking of the election. segue. <laughs> <laughs> I have me a list here. Okay. Actually, it's, oh, it's an article. Book. A match list? Matt list? Ted Cruz spent this week doing anything and everything he could think of to slow the momentum of Trump that Trump's built and nothing is working. First was the alliance-ish between Cruz and Kasich. Under the agreement, Kasich would stand down in Indiana's May 3rd primary, and Cruz would do the same in Oregon and New Mexico. The goal was clear. Unite the anti-Trump vote in hopes of keeping the real estate bankruptor from the delegates he needs to, the, to be the primary's nominee. Within hours of the alliance the alliance's debut, Kasich told his supporters to still vote for him and insisted he wasn't trying to do anything to stop Trump. Cruz responded with, Hey, no takes these backsies." <laughs> <laughs> then in a... He These aren't the droids it. you're looking for. a Moment <laughs> said there was no alliance. k chief strategist soon after sent a not so cryptic tweet. Not true cryptic. Should I try that one again? <laughs> Is Nachos the, in the crypt?
6: Not too not so cryptic tweet.
3: Uh huh about not being able to stand (coughs) liars. Liars. Uh. Cruz followed up that swelling success of of that moment with another transparent attempt to change the narrative of the race before Indiana's primary Tuesday. He named Carly Fiorina as his vice presidential running mate. Or more accurately, he signaled that if he won the GOP nomination at some point between now and the end of the RNC in mid-July, it was his intention to pick Fiorina, maybe, depending on how the stats on women voters look in the end. (laughs)
6: <laughs> and she killed his. She killed his chances faster than she killed her daughter. Yeah, oh. nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh, ended ended his bid for the presidency. <laughs>
3: yeah, six days or something.
6: <laughs> ended his bid for the presidency faster than <laughs> she ended the IBM. the working lives of thirty thousand people. <laughs>
3: mm. At mm-hmm. least she's good at laying people off. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, fear, the Fern fernet fernet Fern Gully two the Fiorina pick. Was seen as presumptuous and head scratching, and even on the day it was announced, didn't move the needle as Cruz had to hope it might, despite adding all three Americans who still supported Fiorina.
1: <laughs>
3: so I'm like, I, when I saw that, I'm like, that's going to push his needle back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even when Cruz got le- uh, legitimately good news this week, it fell well short of expectations. Indiana's resident bigot and Dr. Drew in a Voldemort mask, Mike Pence, (laughs) kind of sort of endorsed Cruz on Friday. But he also heaped praise on Trump in the process and made clear that he wouldn't be doing much other than voting for Cruz in the final days of the primary race. Later, a young protester interrupted uh, Ted Cruz at a rally in LaPorte, Indiana on Sunday with a simple message. You suck.
6: That was a young (laughs) kid, too. right? How old was that kid? I don't know. Like younger than 12, I think. I want to say eight, but I'm not sure. He's a
3: smart kid. Mm. Yeah. Cruz was
2: predictably awkward. Yeah, because Cruz knew the kid would beat him in a game of already smarter than a fifth (laughs) grader. Is
6: Cruz ever not
3: awkward? That's why I said predictably. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He said, children should actually speak with respect. Imagine what a different world it would be if someone had told Trump that years ago. Cruz then went even further. You know, in my household, when a child behaves that way, they get a spanking.
6: Oh, I, oh. yeah. When I heard that comment, I was like, oh, uh-huh. motherfucker. Re- remember remember yeah, in January when he said that about children. Hillary? Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 talk about how great our kids would be if we just beat them more often. Right.
3: Yeah. Someone might uh, want to tell Cruz that only two con- there's only two contexts people think about, child abuse and porn with that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, just because he's one of the monsters doesn't mean he gets to be fucking, like, you can't make fun of him. Right. <laughs> So you add it all up and you get a candidate desperately trying to make make fetch happen, and it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Cruz is done. No, I don't think Cruz
2: is actually eligible anymore. Cruising on out the exit, being that he mm. was a ex murderer and his father was on the grassy knoll, mm-hmm. the whole family's ineligible.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> I want my secret intelligence-enhancing technology. <laughs> Yeah, this not
5: human intelligence. Yeah.
6: That was that was Alex Jones' latest thing, right? Is that uh, oh, yeah, Ted yeah. Cruz's dad was part of some secret CIA plot to kill JFK? <laughs> no. That was Donald fucking Trump that said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Donald Trump is the one that said that. And then Donald Trump treated it a pitcher. With uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and it and claims one of the three other people in the photo was Ted Cruz's father.
6: <laughs> uh, I'm probably getting the stories muddled because I think I saw the headline for that story on the InfoWars. So.
2: Well, because on InfoWars is when he was saying that a few weeks ago where he's saying we're at war with the space people that we don't know about. And he wants his futuristic technology. Yeah, to... yeah,
6: I want my life extending technologies. Yeah. Which he doesn't realize. It like it's not second. human intelligence. Yeah, I had that all fucked up, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. You, sometimes <laughs> she gets flipped. My brain's mushy this week.
0: Donald Trump is the face of the GOP. Well, that makes us crony capitalists. It makes us wafflers. It makes us pretty racist. It makes us um, uh, big government guys. It just, uh, you name it. What else we got? Uh, I got this one. Well,
3: they can't see it. You got to tell them what it is. Oh, I'll tell them what it is. Okay. Should I tell them right now? Uh, you can <laughs> wait a little bit if you want. The LDS church has been the target of lawsuits claiming uh, it doesn't do enough in responding to reporting cases of abuse. A spokesperson for the church appears to make an attempt at countering the claim by elaborating on exactly how much not enough LDS leaders are doing. In a meeting last week, the church talked with the National Children's Alliance as well as the Children's Justice Centers in Salt Lake City, which led to one LDS insider saying, see, we're talking about it. We're helping. As part of the Child Abuse Prevention Month, the meeting included the church handing out $125,000 or roughly one 320,000th of their McDuck vault (laughs) in donations and in the same breath talking about resources the church has established to help abuse children. The church said it. Has created a 24 hour, quote, professional helpline. A bishop, who is a pre screened officer and tithe pair of the larger LDS corporation, can call if he suspects or learns of abuse. Experts have likened this grossly inadequate move to being wrongfully imprisoned and getting to discuss it with the warden. Well, and
6: isn't this the same hotline that Mark Lawrence said goes directly to their attorney's office first? Yes, it yeah. is. Uh-huh. I tried. I actually was
2: trying to do some digging and some researching to find that number, and I thought we came really close. We thought we had it. And the funny thing was the number that we found, the extension was 911.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Wow. Well. But it
2: wasn't the right one. Ah. But that was probably because it got revealed a while back. That number got revealed a while back, so I'm expecting so that it changed probably, it. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. changed since
3: then. Yeah.
6: But we still really want to find that number. Yeah. Well, the Mormon church is really good at hiding a lot of their secrets for oh, yeah. a while. Yeah.
3: Uh, If a bishop does call that number, they'll be put in touch with a, quote, professional counselor, counselor, no doubt an LDS counselor, to help the victim stop the abuse and prevent abuse of others. In that phone call, the bishop may also speak with a lawyer to make certain that all legal reporting requirements are observed. The Hmm. lawyers are definitely not not there to protect the church and its $8 billion a year tithe stream. Definitely not that. It also talks about how it handles members who have already abused children. Slap on the wrist. It states the church will place an annotation on the membership record of any member who has abused children. It's been reported that child abusers everywhere shouted, not an annotation.
6: That'll (laughs) stop them. They
2: get a frowny face sticker on there. Yeah. No gold star for you this week.
3: (laughs) And this move leaves no doubt about how seriously the church is taking this matter. Uh, Quote, this record follows them. To any congregation where they move, anywhere in the world. It says, when a bishop sees the annotation, he calls the church and is given a clear direction that... To do nothing. That that individual who has abused (laughs) children should not be given a position with children. The official script the bishops will use in such cases is, no, bad Sunday school teacher. Now give me your wrist, I'm obligated to slap it. This hurts me more than it hurts you.
6: (laughs) I'm not going to excommunicate you for fucking
2: kids. No, I can call bullshit on that whole first part there already. Because if, uh, like, cause the, the Boy Scout leaders that get into position where it's already been known that they're pedophiles, mm-hmm. get into position to rape more kids. Like, well, we didn't know. Well, according to this, you should fucking
6: know if this is yeah. how you do your shit. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yep. So. Yeah, they'll they'll kick people out for questioning church doctrine yeah. and, and teachings right. and history. Right. But you fuck a kid and they'll put an annotation, annotation. next to you. Yeah. yeah.
3: So these are my questions for the church. Is the LDS Church going to conduct non-biased and external investigations of said allegations? Will they legally prosecute lay clergy and protect future children? Will they make an example to show their crackdown is serious and won't be tolerated? All of the above? Answer, the LDS Church will cover the cost of professional counseling for victims who have already been abused. So, if you're LDS and you thank the church for their help, just remember they mean it literally when they say it's the very least we could do. Yeah,
2: they're literally doing nothing that stop future victims. It's
3: literally Nothing. the very least they could do. Yeah.
6: That's horseshit.
2: I really hope with Mark Lawrence and Restore Humanity, a lot of this stuff is able to make it like into the very bright broad daylight, like vampire killing
6: daylight. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that it, it's it's disgusting that like I said, they'll they'll kick people out for questioning church doctrine mm-hmm. and Where
3: have I seen that recently? history?
6: Yeah, I mean they they recently kicked out Jeremy Reynolds. Well, he, he resigned when he was in his thing, but they were going to excommunicate yeah. him. They're, and I'm sure they're gonna excommunicate Tyler Glenn. Yeah. Oh yeah. After his video and song. Certainly. Which is awesome, and I'm sure that we'll play at the end of the show.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
6: and we'll have to show it to Matt because he hasn't seen it yet.
2: It's a good, you might have to watch it twice, like actually watch it twice because it takes.
6: Yeah, if you haven't, if you've only heard the song and not seen the video, watch it. You should watch the video, especially if you know anything about the LDS church and its creepy doctrines and shit, creepy rituals and stuff mm-hmm. in the temple. If you know all of that stuff, the, the video is like, wow, this guy's pissed off. And the video's mm. done really well to the, point where I'm looking at it. I'm like,
2: how how do you, how can I replicate that? I'm trying to think of how, how they're doing the camera, where they're putting the cuts. So sometimes when I do too much video stuff, my brain goes to, oh, there's a cut. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that wall moves out. Ah, oh, let's see. Well, it's obviously on a crane. And I'm like, uh it's, yeah. got, it's got to move there. So I'm trying to think about I'm like, my whole brain's trying to reconstruct how they built that set to do the music video.
6: Yeah. It's, it's a really well done video. And there's, I, I showed it to Tracy earlier because she had only heard the song when he was being interviewed on X96. And, uh, so I had her watch the video and there's a point in the video where, of course, during the video, they're not actually singing. It's not, you know, the, yeah. the, the track that you hear is not them singing. They're lip-syncing throughout mm-hmm. the video. And there's a point in the video where he just he stops lip-syncing just long enough to spit on a portrait of Joseph Smith. Oh, yeah. 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 And I thought it was cool
2: because they do the whole music video as if it's a single take. That's yeah. why I said when I'm looking for yeah. the cuts in it, mm-hmm. they they did the, the single take illusion in it. And there's a few times when, you know, it flashes to black, like the lights are flashing. I'm like, that's a cut. Okay, yeah. that's a cut. Yeah. So... But they did a really good job of making it seem like one seamless, long take for the whole video. And I'm like, that was,
6: they did a... Yeah, there was a lot of really cool imagery yeah. in it. I, I really liked the video a lot. Hmm. And the song made me want to boogie, so
1: <laughs>
6: it was it was like a double, double threat.
2: Yeah, and you got to listen to the lyrics. Don't just watch it. Listen to the lyrics and think about what he's saying.
6: Yeah, John DeLynn posted a link to a blog post from some Mormon person who listen to the video and you know they're listening to it and there's the the chorus of the of the song is you know you keep throwing me out like you keep throwing me out like you keep throwing me out like so much trash and one man's trash trash is another another man's man's treasure. treasure yeah and uh you know he's talking you know And this, and throughout this blog post, he, the guy writing it was like, I'm listening to it and I, you know, clearly the message is that he's saying that, you know, the LDS church is trash, but it could be a treasure to somebody else. And, And he's like, and then, you know, and I'm listening and then it, then he says it again and he says, you keep throwing me out like, you keep throwing me out like, and he draws the X on his forehead and, you know it says you keep throwing me out like and your friends all think I'm a freak and you keep throwing me out like trash and then one man's trash is another man's treasure And he's like okay and then i thought well now that now it's shifted and now he means this and i'm like no that's what he meant <laughs> the, whole the whole fucking time, time. Yeah. yeah now he means that the church is throwing him out and treating him badly and they're treating him like trash and one man's trash is another man's treasure and i'm like no that's what he meant the whole he fucking time. The time that the church is treated him like trash yeah. but other people are accepting you were him. seeing it through your mormon tinted shit goggles yeah. yeah but yeah that's what he meant the whole goddamn time i'm glad you finally got that, that at the end the
2: whole music video is him standing up and basically proclaiming the abuse to him from the church yeah and and it's sad because he had Well, like even at the beginning, they said, like, you baptized me before I could think or something like that.
6: Yeah, it's 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 sad for I'm sad for him personally, because he tried to make his faith in the LDS church work with being an out homosexual Mm -hmm. and. You know, he he was hoping to be an ambassador to bridge the gap between the homosexual or LGBT yeah. community and the LDS church. And, and, and he it just can't work. Yeah, because you know, the LDS the church, church doesn't is want it. so bigoted about it.
2: And he came out about, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago almost? He came out. It was about a year
6: ago, I think. Year I, so I was pretty sure a year and a half.
2: he came out just before the LDS church opened the floodgates on their bigotry.
6: Yeah. Well, it was before they made their whole yeah their, their whole, their whole like recent the, yeah uh, declaration that if if the uh, child is has gay parents, they or, can't be baptized into the church yeah. until they're eighteen and disavow their parents yeah. who may be exhibiting the gay lifestyle. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
8: They they
6: have to disavow their parents before they can be baptized into the church. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he basically decided fuck this <laughs> yeah
2: well and it still took him a long time to finally say fuck this so obviously yeah. he was still battling over it, like oh, okay yeah. maybe yeah. i can maybe they'll maybe they'll change it maybe they'll fix this and they aren't fixing it it's like well fuck
6: you then yeah. mm-hmm. and he's
2: clearly very
6: very angry yeah about it. yeah i'm sure he feels used and he was
2: for yeah a while. i just hope that and the funny thing is talking about him being used on youtube i wonder if he'll still do it when you watch his music video on YouTube, the next video down is recommended is him on Mormon stories, telling his to John sto- DeLynn. Yeah, no, no, not to John oh. DeLynn on LDS.org. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Not telling his story about being a Mormon on the LDS YouTube page ah. is the next one down. You know, he looks completely different.
3: I'm guessing yeah. they've pulled that by now.
2: I don't know. It's probably still on there. Hmm. I don't know. But I noticed that, and I noticed other people commented on that too, that when they watched the music video, the next video in the like random playlist was that one for everybody else. I'm like, shit, that's kind of funny.
0: Because Donald Trump is the GOP candidate, and I believe Hillary Clinton is going to win because of this, you will never elect another GOP person to high office ever again.
6: So I, I had also... Tweeted something out earlier today about, you know, Cruz and Kasich both being out, and the Republicans are now left with the, with the poorly educated orangutan as orangutan as their uh, nominee for POTUS this time around, and then they're going to have their asses handed to them. Oh yeah, on a silver platter, but it will be the yeah, best silver platter, platter ever. It's mm. going to be terrific. It's great. It's going to be a, it's going to be a gold plated silver platter. (laughs) And the Mexicans will pay for it. But, uh, so I also tweeted that out and I don't, I don't know if you guys listen to X96, but Atropos follows me on Twitter Mm -hmm. and he and I had a little back and forth and he's like, I don't know, man. You got to be careful saying stuff like that because people said that he'd never be the nominee. And they said that, you know, all of these predictions have been proven false so far. And I'm like, well, true, but those those opinions and views also ignored all of the polling in question. He, you know, Donald Trump was always always ahead in the polls. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was always the case and everybody just kind of ignored that and figured he would implode eventually because he's such an asshole and people would see through that and and then the, the polls would go down, but they never did. The polls were consistently mm-hmm. in his favor throughout the whole thing. And I said, so, you know, it's it's ignorance of the polling that led to people saying stuff like that. And I can understand why they said stuff like that because I would, I was thinking the same thing that eventually he's well, going to fuck up so bad that the polls will eventually go, you know, you the, the tide there. will turn. I, I expected him to lead the whole way up, but to not get the
2: numbers needed to actually win outright. Yeah.
6: And that's where we were all sadly wrong. Yeah. I thought for sure that it would at least go to a contested yeah. convention and, and then that he would lose during, during the contested. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's why I was thinking, you know, he's going to get through there. He's going to have the most delegates. But they're gonna fuck him over at the convention. Well, now we don't have a chance for him to be fucked over at the convention
6: anymore. So, yeah. So, and and so keeping in mind the polls and the polling, the the Republicans are gonna get killed in the general election. Yeah, with Donald Trump at the helm as as their leading candidate. You know, everybody down ticket is gonna suffer. He's going to get just it. I I am predicting the the biggest landslide. In presidential politics in it, at least the last 40 years. Especially after he picks one yeah. of his relatives to
2: be his running mate.
6: <laughs> if he picks his sister, that would be yeah. funny.
2: No, she's going to get to su- Supreme Court if she gets
6: Oh, right. He, he was going to he put her on SCOTUS. So right. he right.
2: can't have her as the running mate and SCOTUS. Yeah. And I, I don't know how old his sons are. If there's one that's over the age of 35 yet, his oldest son, I don't know how old his... He's got to be over know. 35. I don't know. I mean... Probably. I know I'm close to 35, and he looks o- older than me with all the money he has. Yeah. I don't know.
6: Neither do I. I don't know how old his kids are, because I don't fucking care about his He's kids. He's probably got the one in the dungeon from his man. I maid. probably care about his kids as much as Donald Trump does. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Actually, you probably care more. What else we got?
3: Likening Ted Cruz to Lucifer in the flesh is deeply unfair to the Dark One, yeah. according to annoyed Satanists. Hear, here. After John Boehner made this comparison, adding that he had, quote, never worked with a more miserable son of a bitch. The Satanic Temple was quick to distance itself from <laughs> Cruz. Cruz's failures of reason, compassion, decency, and humanity are products of his Christian pandering, if not an actual Christian faith. A temple spokesperson tells the Friendly Atheist blog, Quote, it grows tedious when pedophile priests and loathsome politicians are conveniently dismissed as satanic, even as they spew biblical verses and prostrate themselves before the cross, recruiting the Christian faithful. Satanists have nothing to do with any of them. Cruz is notoriously unpopular among his fellow Republicans, some of whom agreed that Boehner was doing Satan a disservice, political reports. Quote, maybe he gives Lucifer a bad name by comparing him to Ted Cruz, New York rep Peter King said. Listen, what John Boehner was most concerned about was that Ted Cruz perpetrated a fraud and a hoax when he brought about the shutdown of the government of some kind of vague pr- pr- uh, promise that he was going to be able to take Obamacare out of the budget. Uh, that in the development that may anger Satanists further, the domain lucifer2016.com now redirects to Cruz's new CruzCarly website. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So talking about Satanist real quick on that one.
3: Yes. I
2: told you I got I got that one crazy super uber duber crazy Christian friend on Facebook that I don't know why I keep him around.
6: Oh yeah. Well for shits and giggles clearly.
2: So name redacted, he said this on Facebook the other day. I heard on the Jesse and Tyler show from that uh, from a former Satanist who said that Satanists will steal the blessed sacrament from Catholic parishes to desecrate and mock it during their black mass. What is this voice? Because it is truly Christ's body and the blood of the Eucharist.
1: Uh,
2: don't do this to non-Catholic communion bread. If they don't believe in Christ in the church and only think it is just bread, then why do they do it? To say baptist bread or whatever right very enlightening (laughs) very enlightening is your friend a catholic he goes to church every single but is he a catholic oh yeah like okay he's to the catholic point where if you're not the right kind of catholic you're worshiping the devil Oh.
6: (laughs) so he's like bill donahue level of apologist yeah. I mean,
2: I can oh, I you want that. me to read his next post to you cuz this will give you an idea of what he is like. Okay. He will never listen to this cuz his ears would burn listening to it.
1: <laughs>
2: uh wow, my calves, shins and feet were cramping up big time after work today. <laughs> Even barely putting on my foot down on the ground caused pain. What? <laughs> then I prayed and blessed myself with the three signs of the cross on each leg using the holy water of our Lord of our Lady Lord of uh Lauders the holy oil of the true cross touched to a relic of the actual cross Christ died upon whom Satan Constantine's mother what the Satan how enough found
6: Christ, this guy
2: and the nuts. holy oil of virgin and uh Mary Saint uh, Philomia, and bam, I walked again with zero pain. Hallelujah. Yes, I could have probably just used one of those instead of all three, but I wanted triple action. And then he posts a photo of all three of them.
3: Oh my (laughs) God.
6: I want to be this guy's friend. (laughs) Ah, uh, what the
1: fuck, man! Huh?
2: Uh, oh, the shitty man. post hurts my brain. It hurts my brain. Ah, uh, oh, that's adorable. Uh, maybe I'll just start saving some of the shit he says and say it on the show.
6: Does he? That'd be
2: fun. Uh,
3: yeah.
6: <laughs> shit, Ryan's dumb friend says. <laughs> Does he ever go to the doctor? No. Oh,
2: he's, he's the same guy. I that's told too bad. you he
6: may not be long for this
2: world <laughs> that posted on Facebook one day that he sneezed and asked for people to bless him.
6: I oh. sneezed. Who's going to say, God no, no, bless no. You? Like, like he Who's was worried going to do it. Like he was,
2: he was, wasn't asking like, please say God bless you. He was like, please get on your knees and pray for me. I sneeze. Something's wrong. Oh no. <laughs> the demon, he saw the demon come out and go yeah. back
6: in. It wasn't. Uh, he
2: did the same thing where he was like, "Ah, oh, I threw up this morning. I think something's wrong. Please pray for the like, get the devil out of me and stuff." And it's like,
6: <laughs> "My penis uh, is dripping a, a a thick, viscous liquid." I, it might be because he's anti. <laughs> there's something wrong. <laughs> he's very anti silly string, uh, <laughs>
2: He's anti-masturbation and has said he wants to be celibate for life.
6: It burns when I pee. So there might be something wrong. Yeah yikes I'll go'll I'll, I'll go show it to my priest <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he
2: said he needs to get it out
6: just like rattlesnake venom. Come on let's just rub the bad stuff out
1: uh-
2: so I, need to, I need to use my tongue my hands are being used up oh man are we are we, we're not bad people are we? Yes, okay
6: that's all right <laughs> you gotta be a bad person to the right people true
3: Wait. I believe with all my heart that
4: his son is called and anointed to be the next president of the United States. Would you
5: welcome Raphael Cruz to this platform? Glory to God. Come on, somebody. Praise God. Amen.
3: Hallelujah. A New Jersey mall Easter bunny who got into a scuffle with a father last month, has had a criminal charge against him downgraded. Did you guys see the story? No. The Easter Bunny
6: had his charges downgraded?
3: Uh-huh. Oh.
6: It's only because he's the Easter Bunny. Someone tried to Gets steal all the wrong all special fucking privileges. Mm, yep.
3: <laughs> NJ.com reports a Hudson County judge Wednesday downgraded the aggravated assault charge against Kasim Charles to a disorderly person's oh. offense of simple assault. The case was also sent to the Jersey City Municipal Court.
6: Is that the Easter Bunny's real name? Yes.
3: (laughs) Kasim? Yep, Kasim Charles. Charles is from Jersey City. Well, that
6: that explains
1: Mm it.
3: He'd been playing the role of the Easter Bunny. Authorities say Juan Jimenez Guerrero attacked Charles when his toddler daughter slipped from the chair while getting her photo taken.
2: Hold on a second. What do you mean by playing the role of the Easter Bunny? I thought he was. He's
6: dressed in the Easter Bunny's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me this is just like the Santa thing. <laughs> uh, he, he killed and skinned the Easter Bunny yeah. and is parading around in his skin.
2: Well, that's fucked.
6: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no wonder I didn't get an Easter basket this year. He's from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Easter Gini.
3: <laughs> that's say the, e- the old Easter Bunny was actually Ed Gein. Ed-ster Bunny.
1: Either way, it still works. <laughs>
2: uh.
6: Okay, please <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> the Easter Dharma.
3: <laughs> oh, there would be nothing left then. He would have eaten it. <laughs> yeah. A uh, video posted online shows them exchanging punches at the Newport Center. Charles' defense attorney said he, they look forward to vindicating the bunny. <laughs> an, <laughs> an update on the aggravated assault charge against Jimenez Guerrero is unavailable, and Jimenez Guerrero's wife said he was trying to protect their child.
2: Why why do I see a man with a flappy hat going, I'm gonna get the wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> wabbit season. <laughs> oh. I, I've pulled up a couple things here. I see that. Go for it. So Oh David Duke and the white supremacists are doing a victory lap after Donald Trump has been crowned the eventual Republican nominee, the de facto uh, candidate for the GOP. This comes to us from Right Wing Watch. Uh, David Duke hails Donald Trump for thwarting the, quote, Jewish supremacists who control our country. Which
2: doesn't make sense because, like, probably, what, 80% of people in office claim to be some sort of Christianity? Yeah, and Obama—I thought
3: Obama was a Muslim. So yeah. what the fuck is he talking about? Well, he might have mistaken
2: again, this it for Hollywood.
6: Just, again, this is this just goes to show how weak and feckless the Christians and their God are, right? I mean, that they, they have, can't stop. Shit. They're the overwhelming majority here in the United States, but the Jews control everything. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: you control the bank, you control everything. <laughs> yeah, God does love money. <laughs> Um, Especially Juga. The
6: the former KKK (laughs) leader said that Republican elites have been working to undermine Trump just as they worked against him when he ran for governor of Louisiana Mm -hmm. as a Republican in 1991. That's Mm -hmm. David Duke, that is, not Donald Trump. He particularly took issue with Trump's former Republican rival, Ted Cruz, taking money from a, quote, Jewish leftist commie, (gasps) arguing that Jewish financiers are bent on, quote, destroying the Republican Party. By targeting people like Trump and himself.
3: i they got to change the name. Republicans and party just do not go together. No. Yeah. Republican funeral? Yeah, there you go. Republican.
6: Or or just add like cross burning. Republican. Between, between Republican and party. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Jewish hutzpah knows no bounds, he said. It's funny that he uses a yeah. Jewish term yeah. as he's denigrating the <laughs> Jewish community. I'm surprised he knew the word. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Trump campaign at a whole series of levels is a great opportunity for us to expose the people who really run the Republican Party, who run the Democratic Party, who run the political establishment and who are leading us all to disaster, Duke said. Even though Trump is not explicitly talking about European Americans. Oh, Jesus. He's implicitly talking about the interests of European Americans.
2: I didn't realize the Koch brothers were Jewish. He said Koch. <laughs> Not crotch. <laughs> there are a different set of brothers. The they, Koch brothers? They make movies.
6: The Koch brothers? Yeah. Uh, huh. Duke urged listeners to make sure that Trump understands that we expect him to follow through on these things, and we expect him to be, to be our white knight, our advocate, <laughs> and our person. A white knight in a spiked hood? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. With a torch in one hand and
3: a pitchfork in the other. Yeah. Hey now, <laughs> you're an all star.
6: So, congratulations, white supremacists. You have your candidate.
1: Yay! Yeah,
6: and
2: well, it's it's funny because I heard one little blurb. Well, I didn't hear. It, it was just uh, the quotation saying David Duke says they support Donald Trump because Donald Trump supports like their cause,
6: the white nationalist cause.
2: Pretty much, and it's like that's
6: he wants scary. to get rid of all the brown people. Yeah, I mean, the only people that really align with him are... He wants to get rid of the Mexican brown people and then make sure that the Muslim brown people can't mm -hmm. come in here at all.
2: And, well, like, you're talking earlier about how the guy said, hey, watch out. Donald Trump could win. You never know. We didn't expect to get this far. But the fact that he has, like, 80% of the Latino, you know, not backing him, and Uh I'm pretty sure it's very similar in the African-American community. And I think
3: women kind of hate him. Women hate Trump. Uh, so the, the large, hate Trump. The large the minority are populations against are against
1: yeah. Trump. Yeah.
2: So if you cannot win over the minority populations, you can't be tough.
3: Win. Yeah. I mean, and Hillary hasn't been racist for a few years now, so that, <laughs> yeah. that does help. Well, her. but she has been rallying. Uh, she's
2: thinking a lot of the African-American vote.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Democrat, way, way Democrats over, typically do. Way over Bernie, which yeah, makes over Bernie. absolutely yeah. no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely no sense.
6: Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Republicans are already at a, at a disadvantage because their voting block as a whole in in the uh, regular election, not the primary season, but the – General election? General election. Thank you. Uh, their they're, they're voting Sorry, block was, as a whole Sorry, I was is.
3: stuck on their voting block as a whole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you as, can't put I was a like, block how can a, a hole? block be a whole? <laughs> as
6: a whole uh, is much smaller than the Democratic voting block, but – Democrats actually have to get out and vote, yes. which is sometimes a difficult thing to do because they're so fucking apathetic about shit. and Makes me angry.
3: So, well, and voting is typically more more difficult for Democrats because they don't they don't get to just write down whoever they want, and give it to their pastor, and have it organized in the community, in the county, uh-huh. in the state, and then have all of that sent in. And, and, and they're normally at work.
6: That's a big part of it. And then yeah, Republicans uh, and then Republicans work really, really hard to make it as difficult as possible yes. for yeah. Democrats yeah. to vote. Yeah. With voter ID laws, with reducing the number of polling places. Mm-hmm. They make it really difficult for traditional Democrats to vote. Jerry Womandering. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so Republicans are at a, at a disadvantage here already, and then you you look at the number of people that you can segment off within the Republican Party who for whatever reason are still would still typically vote republican but are within these other minority groups and they are drawing very heavily away from Donald Trump as well so i mean it's it's going to be a very very big win for the democrats
2: yeah. this year
1: i'm excited about it
2: and it's i mean we we got to face it at this point it's 98% Going to be Hillary.
6: And how the fuck is Reince Priebus, or Reince Pubis... I spoke to Reince Pubis. <laughs> ...going to hang on to his job after this? I
2: don't know. You
6: it's, should just quit.
2: I mean, I'm surprised he didn't lose his job after he showed up to Obama's comedy special.
6: Well, the only reason that he... I, I think the only reason he's hung on to his job as, far, as long as he has is that during the midterms, uh, Republicans took over Congress, yeah. so... Which is that was good.
2: Which is predictable because, like you said, Democrats don't like to vote.
6: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really hard to get them out, especially in non-presidential voting years. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. people, you should vote every chance you get, all the time. Know your candidates, know what they stand for, and go out and fucking vote for them.
3: Don't do anything but vote. And
6: the local elections are the most important Mm -hmm. elections. Why not? Because all yeah, and all of that shit trickles up. It doesn't trickle down. You you see that with the gerrymandering, mm-hmm. you see it with restriction in 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 trying in, in allowing people to vote. vote. Yeah. Uh and discrimination laws. Yeah, and in discrimination laws in North Carolina where mm-hmm. which the might house be has getting taken sh- away. Yeah. Have yeah, you- the the justice department has said, "No, no, no. That's unconstitutional. And if you don't change it, we're going to take away your funding for education." Uh-huh. We're gonna spank you hard. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
6: <laughs>
3: Dan has become Ted Cruz
6: apparently. <laughs> we're gonna come over there and we're gonna spank you because you shouldn't have spoken out of turn like that.
3: We're
2: gonna use a special paddle.
6: Yes. It's called the pegging paddle. The pagan paddle? Yeah,
2: pegging paddle. Peg Does it and... got horns on it? No. Really lace it into him. No, it's the pegging paddle.
3: Oh, pegging. Oh. I thought you were saying pagan paddle. No, pegging.
2: Yeah, it's that Wisconsin accent, man. You yeah, understand. yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> I'm like, it's, what is
3: it? Made out of willow and it's got it's like got, moss on it or it's something? It's got something else
2: on it besides a horn. Ah.
3: White sage. I'm going with white sage. That's my porn name.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> we can call this stick the white sage. <laughs>
6: That's what I call mine.
4: <laughs> well, Kenneth, uh, as I was sharing with you, my son Ted spends six months in prayer. Six months seeking the Lord because this is a decision that had to come from the Lord. It had to be a direction from the Lord. And uh, at the end of those six months, the whole family, we were at Ted's church in Houston. And after church, we went to the pastor's office. His senior staff was with us. We spent two hours on our knees at his pastor's office. And uh, I remember the final word came from Ted's wife, from Heidi. Mm -hmm. And the word from the Lord was, Seek my face, not my hand. And I'll tell you, as that word came, Seek my face, not my hand, it was as if a cloud of the Holy Spirit descending upon that room. And all of a sudden, we were all worshiping. And the words that came out from Ted's mouth were, Here am I, Lord. Use me. Let your will be done. Here am I, Lord. Just total brokenness, and I'll tell you, I believe that God has raised him up for such a time as this.
0: So,
6: we've got a clip here from the Young Turkeys. Hmm. This came from Tamil? Yes.
1: Who? Yeah. Who that?
6: Mr. Bugs. Oh, yeah.
1: Who?
3: Who? We should get him on the show again, (laughs)
6: man been a long time. He it has. Just, he's
3: just T. Bizzle. <laughs> <laughs>
9: we miss you, T. You're used to seeing big price tags on pretty much every area of government spending, but wait until you see this one. How much we pay for prayer in our government. Total annual bill comes to more than $800,000. That is the budget for just the House Chaplain's Office and the Senate Chaplain's Office. Wow. $800,000 a year for literally two men Maybe they have assistance. I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt and assume that they have assistance just for them to pray. Hopefully we're getting our money's worth from God. I wasn't able to get any hard facts on that.
8: I'm trying to understand this a little better. Can you give me more details on what they're getting paid for exactly? I can. I've
9: All got right. that information. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> details. I like details. First, a breakdown of our money per hour and per uh, second. American taxpayers are being charged more than sixty six thousand dollars an hour for prayers said in the US House and Senate. The total cost per prayer, which lasts an average of ninety seconds, is almost seventeen hundred dollars. I don't for every ninety second prayer.
8: Why well, does it cost so much? Yeah. I don't why why are we paying to pray?
9: Because God wants big stacks of cash. <laughs> so don't give him 20 bucks. Not going to pay attention to that.
8: The government is not supposed to endorse any religion, any particular religion, right? Uh, we're supposed to have the separation of church and state. First of all, the fact that taxpayer money is going to prayer is
2: bullshit. Ridiculous. Stupid. And the
8: fact that we don't tax religious organizations like churches, for instance, mosques, whatever it is, any type of religious organization yeah. is frustrating because I don't think that there's any real justifiable reason for why we do that. But again, w- w- isn't this supposed to be unconstitutional?
1: Yeah,
6: and yeah, not why, supposed to be. It why is. are they? Why, yeah, it is unconstitutional. But even if it weren't unconstitutional, why would they have to pay somebody to do yeah, this? Right? Have, I, Can it, they not find a volunteer to come in and pray? Well, I honestly think if they want
2: to have open prayers at when they start all their sessions, it should be like any city council type thing. Anyone from any religious organization is allowed to come in and give the invocation, even if they wanted to stand there for one minute of silence.
6: Well, yeah, if they're going to open it for one religion, it needs to be open open for for all. all. Except for just they only have the two guys that do every invocation. I mean, preferably it should be not a fucking thing. No. That we're wasting eight hundred thousand dollars per year on but if we're going to do it it shouldn't be people getting
2: paid to do it and it should be people of any denomination whatsoever that includes the satanists yeah to
3: come in there and give an invocation yeah you know what else pisses me off the, these two guys probably went to seminary school mm-hmm. the major didn't absolutely fucking nothing a degree in truthology dick sucking. and they get paid half a million dollars a year up for doing fucking nothing yeah that's already illegal while people with Actual legitimate degrees and stuff are unemployed.
6: Oh, and they probably also don't pay taxes on that money they
3: get. Of course they're part they don't. Of, the of course no. they don't.
6: No, they're taking money. And, they're taking I mean, tax dollars don't. and paying nothing back in yes. return, and giving nothing. No services. No nothing. They're just stealing it. They're, they're saying yeah. words
2: that make people feel good inside. Yeah. Some of them, and some of them are like,
6: it's, "Get the fuck off there." Let's continue this video. You would think.
9: I mean, the idea, I guess, is that they probably do also have prayers for non Christians, mm-hmm. which is great, I guess. I got news for you. I don't want to pay for that, those either. I don't no, want to pay, like, no. if you get a ton of atheists in the Congress, I don't want to pay to have Bill Nye talk about chromosomes to them. I don't want any of that. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. pay app- for that, that, might that to be an educate some. Yeah, 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 I know. But I'm saying, if to yeah. you educate some of these people for spiritual reason, yeah. I, I, I certainly don't want it. Um, and, and it is apparently legal. So, what are they yeah. paying for? Well, they're paying for the the chaplains in the House and for the Senate to give those prayers, the prayers that they give at the beginning of their sessions. That is literally the only thing that this money is going towards, based on all the information that we have. And you might think, well, that's a lot of money for one person to do, but I guess it's a full time job. They have to uh, pray to a lot of people. I would say maybe not making if a good case. No religious just services have the congressmen and the senators pay to bring in a priest. Yeah. I wouldn't even like that. Not even that. pay. But at least then I'm not paying for you to literally pray at a senator. That's a, that's a weird thing to do. And it turns out that it's actually worse than that. And I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, to give you an idea of the amount of work that's being done, in 2011 the House chaplain delivered just 104 prayers. Because remember, the House is not in session for most of the year. Yeah, the, yeah, they don't even work. They lasted an average of 90 seconds each. No, buddy. You got to go for 20, 30 minutes if you want to earn that paycheck. Wow. It's about 2.6 hours of work in 2011. He was paid $172,000 or $66,000 per hour. Jesus. Cold. And I-, I wouldn't mind working 2.6 hours up, a year. I guess, with a brain surgeon who deserves $66,000 an hour. He's praying, man. You couldn't get a cheaper priest
6: well, and, and that's a little misleading. I mean, surely he's got to do some prep work for his prayers and all of that.
9: But uh, either, way, either way, it's huh. still fucking huh. ridiculous. It goes to the same God, and it's either being received or it's not. That's crazy. I will but do, it's I will worse do th- than that.
8: I will do those prayers for $500 an hour.
9: I'll <laughs> undercut you. $400 an hour.
8: Fine, 150. I don't care, right? I, I, I'm not going
9: below 150. That's too low. <laughs> okay, it's actually worse than that. Because that 104 prayers, that makes it seem like at least he's doing 104 prayers in the House, and the Senate version does the same. But it's not. The official chaplains let guest chaplains deliver many of the prayers, oh. about 40% <laughs> in the House. And pay them a, minimum not wage. Even doing not even pay them that many hours of work. Yeah, he they don't even pay them. That they just allow them, them to do it.
6: Yeah. Yeah. He better ah, be giving
9: them a interns. big portion of that money because they're the ones who end up doing a lot of that work. And so over 15 I wouldn't years, call it work. from 2000 no. to yeah. 2015, U.S. taxpayers literally spent over $15 million so that people can pray at congressmen and senators. That's insanity. How is that legal? They cut food stamps. They cut SNAP. Yep. They cut all of these programs because Veteran it's that money. But there is money to lift your hands up in the air and to pray and hope that God is listening.
3: But without without wow. a belief in God, yeah. where would you get your morals?
9: <laughs> it's called a mommy and a daddy. Fucking
6: scumbags. From the same place that even Christians get their morals. The, very few. The, the things that they choose to be, the things that they determine to be correct. <sighs> yeah. That's some <sighs> over $15 million over the last 15 years. Yeah million dollars a year going to have some jackass pray cast a magic spell over congress.
3: Yep. Wow. Yep. Yay, your tax dollars at work. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they get prayed over and they still don't go to work anyway, so
6: and they still don't give us any better returns no. on our money. What's next? That's you, Matt. <laughs>
1: Well, we have an article here. I'm gonna
10: read. We
6: we we received some feedbacks. <laughs> we received some feedbacks from one of the Morrissey.
10: Yeah, I'm gonna read it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I don't think he sounds
2: like Kermit. No, he doesn't. He sent oh. us. A, he sent us an audio. No, he's got a kickass voice, yeah. man.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> he sounds like a movie star. Yeah. Uh, yes. Does Cruz's failure show the ever-growing weakness of the religious right in the United States? I think so. Mm. Mm -hmm. As you have often talked about, you, us, our show, he was clearly their choice over Trump, yet Trump beats him through mobilizing the reactionary sections of the white working classes, a common tactic of the rich, get them to focus on racist and bigoted issues and vote against their real interests, as Thatcher did in the UK. I'd be interested on your take on this. Also, you wondered in the last pod about why the bathroom transgender bigotry seems to be in the news so often. Isn't this also a symptom of the waning powers of the religious right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're putting all their efforts into into this, and they have lost most of the other battles. It's the one small thing that they think they they might win, especially as their bigotry is against a group that many so-called liberals are quietly prejudiced against. Hmm. I think. Yes, I
6: think, yeah, that I think could probably kinda, be true. Yeah. I think it's one of their death throw things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they uh, Dave Silverman. Recently posted that, uh, you know, with Kasich and Cruz dropping out, the GOP has no official, you know, religion trumpeting candidate out there this year. They they lost. They lost. The religious right lost this year.
3: Yep. And when they lose this one, where do they look next? Finally – it's true that us Brits produce the finest mass murderers. For example, Jack the Ripper yeah. and Sweeney Todd. Not Wisconsin. Not the Johnny Depp version. <laughs> so just be a little afraid that us limey Morris Morris's? Morrises Morrissey I prefer Morrisseys <laughs> Morrisseys. Apparently, fifty percent of the British population. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's 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 true. Well, as now as far it's, as we know, now yes. it's down to twenty-five because he just said fifty, and I got <laughs> to believe half of what I read. So, are <laughs> stalking you three Utah boys? Or is one a Wisconsin reject? Yes. They, they allow me I back once a yeah. year. I don't know that you were really rejected, were you? Well, I joined the military, and they sent me to a place I didn't know about. Yeah. Keep up the great work and watch your backs. <laughs> well, Dave, I can't watch my back. I'm not quite that flexible. Also, I'm not from Utah. I'm from Massachusetts. So. Yeah, but you don't claim
2: it. I always claim Wisconsin. We, we make more fun of Wisconsin out here than we do Massachusetts.
6: So.
3: Yeah, well, there's not as much to make fun of.
6: <laughs> but true,
2: not
3: uh, in New England.
6: Well, but, there's a lot more to make fun of in Utah. True, yeah. That's that's where I was born and raised. So, but uh, the comment about
2: you know him going after the bigoted issues. A lot of those same bigoted issues are sometimes heavily religious issues, especially when you have one of the biggest Christian groups in the U.S., the KKK, claiming they support Donald Trump with all the things he's doing because they share the yes. same views. Yes. Delicious uh, it is. Mm. <laughs> but I, I will take one one thing that you say in there, Dave. I don't think Ted was the one they wanted to get the election. Because mm-hmm. I think Ted and Trump were both equally the one not equally wanted. hated that the Republican Party wanted to get in. Yeah, yeah.
6: the Republican Party as a whole, for sure.
2: Hated yeah. Trump and yeah, Cruz. They, like, all hate, they all hate yeah. Cruz. Yeah. And I don't think Cruz yeah. was Cruz was well liked by the Tea Party. By in the the very, Tea Party and the, the religious right, yeah, the very religious yeah. evangelical right, like yeah. the theocrats, yeah. the the moderates, the, the moderate yeah, uh, theists. I don't think we're too keen on
6: Cruz. Yeah, moderates were not. No, moderates are more oddly in line with Trump because yeah. he's because he's not a theocrat.
3: But well, yeah, because because they're both biblically illiterate. Yeah, Trump and and most Christians.
2: Well, I think the moderate Christians may be more biblically. Literate? No, not are no. less
6: bibl- biblically literate. I'm, I'm going
2: to the extreme bigoted ones are going to be. They know the passages they like to be bigoted with. Where
6: some of them learned more about, like, yeah, well, I'm, yeah I'm a Christian,
2: but, that, but I don't, I don't agree with this.
6: Well, well, so the, so you have the the religious right wing, all the evangelicals who really do know the Bible fairly well, and that's where they're pulling all of the justifications for the shitty things that they're doing. Uh you have the religious moderates, who are moderates because they are not following mm-hmm. the scriptural biblical teachings. But they're not as well read in the Bible. Yeah, I would argue that a
2: lot of atheists are well read in the Bible.
3: Yeah, well, that's well known. Yeah,
6: and we reject it.
2: And we reject we, it. We, yeah, that's why I'm saying a moderate Christian could be well versed in the Bible, just not accepting that all of it is true. They had to stick to everything in it. Yeah,
3: it's just, it's not, that's they, that's not the Christian that makes up the base of Trump supporters. Those no. those are no. biblically illiterate people who who, yeah. who get the rhetoric from the fascist right.
2: But that's what I'm saying. The people that are, that know the Bible well, but don't really follow it all. Like, hey, I don't, I'm, I'm Christian. I don't think everything in the Bible's correct aren't going to go with Cruz.
3: No, they're going to vote for Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, they're probably more liberal, I guess, on that point. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. So... So yeah, I think I think it is definitely a sign that the religious right is losing all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's because they they preach this doctrine of hate. And yeah. I think most people are moving beyond that now. And, yeah. and that's a good thing.
2: And what with and with the transgender issue, it's because they they no longer can win any of the battles against same sex couples. Yeah, they've lost that battle. They're just moving to another battleground, kinda of like they said. They they've lost that. They need to find another thing they can try to
6: battle and lose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it, and it's and it's an appeal to people who don't know what they're talking about. You know, just just yeah. as it was with with an appeal to railing against the gays when people had no idea that they knew gay people or or what a gay person was. They had no gay friends, felt they had no gay family members. As soon as as soon as gay people started coming out more, became more normalized, yeah. it became that much harder to hate a group of people where you know a. a at least a few people in that group and know that they're not horrible people. Yeah, And and just the
2: fact that these people just a month ago were like, I'm worried a transgender person is going to molest my child in a bathroom. You had no thought about that three months ago. Right. Yeah. Let alone for the last. You know for your rest of your 3, life. 3,000 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you had no worries of that because it's not a thing to worry
3: about. Yeah. It hadn't been. Until hadn't- someone
2: stuck the idea in yeah, your yeah, head exactly. that a transgender person is going to molest my child. And it's also now. It's like, oh wait, now transgender people can use the bathroom they choose to use. Yeah. They have always been able to choose to use the bathroom they choose. You know what it is? And they have been, been it forever. It's not even
6: just a question of being able to. Yeah. they've been doing it. But yep. you
2: weren't afraid of it until a law got passed saying they can't
6: use
3: the bathroom. Yeah.
2: bathroom they Now you're a somebody fear. whipped you into a
6: frenzy of ignorance. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know what it's? You know what it is? It's, you know, that one shitty kid that is an only child that has all kinds of toys and has his favorites, right? And there's this one toy that's, you know, among others, sits in the toy box for months and months. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. And then as soon as somebody else brings over their kid to come play and that kid pulls that one toy out that the kid didn't even remember he fucking owned, has never played with it when he's on his own. Now he's freaking the fuck out. He's got to run over there crying yeah. and screaming, ripping out of his hand. No, you can't play with that. This is my favorite toy kind of shit. That's, that's what this is about. That's what this is like. Yeah, I'm fairly certain I can... I can make the statistic up in my head and probably guarantee
2: it's true, that you are more likely to win the Super Powerball ten times in a row than get molested by a transgender person in a bathroom.
6: Uh it's uh, probably not accurate.
2: Well, no, because well, <laughs> I won't. I wouldn't make. You that can bet. win. Yeah, I, I don't I, know that I would. Okay, know. three Powerballs, because I know someone's won three Powerballs. <laughs> I know that's happened.
3: I don't know, but I do. I do want to just make one more note on the the serial kill or the mass murderer thing. Uh huh. Do you really want to go up against the U.S. in that category? No. <laughs> well, and we have dude, so many more. Named, so many yeah, more prolific. Dave named two. One of them has been turned into a Hollywood musical, so that's right out. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had two just this month. I mean, come on, man. But they do have about an extra thousand years on the U.S. for
6: having serial killers. And they're still behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, there's, there's are theirs are more... I don't know. Notorious, notorious. I don't, I don't even know that. I want to uh, uh, more revered, I guess. Maybe uh, more. More. I'm, I'm trying to think of the about. proper word. They're, they're more. Yeah. What is what is the prolific? right word? No, not no? even prolific. They're more. They're more storied. Yeah,
3: they're more romanticized. Like, well, fantasized. yeah,
6: romanticized would be a good
2: word. I was gonna yeah. say Jack the Ripper is more of a legend now than anything. cuz well, they never caught him. It happened. So it's not a, it's not fake.
3: Yeah. Well, and we had yeah. the Zodiac killer who was never caught. We did see yeah. him
2: last night on TV, though.
6: Oh, right. Well, yeah. When he gave his resignation. Oh, did you see him punch his wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. You mentioned that, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't see the.
3: Oh uh, yeah, he was. He was. He was so desperate to hug his father, fucking well, Ted Cruz, that in, he in, that in, he ended in, up smacking his wife in the face and then elbowing her because in, in she the, was trying to hug yeah. him. <laughs>
2: in the full clip, he gives his wife uh, a little away. hug. I gotta hug daddy. Like he yeah. gives her a, like he got, gives her a little eh, one arm pat in the back, and then he reaches in to like give his dad a full manly bear hug and his hand comes around and punches her in the side of the face her head goes back just like the fucking uh zapruder films and then her head comes back Back forward to the side and her elbow then his elbow hits her right in the side of the face and she just gives up
3: yeah and it's like jesus christ man grow the fuck up ted you're 45 (laughs) years old your dad can wait Hey, hug
2: daddy. I'm just happy my my brain was fast enough daddy. with a Zapruder film comic. I was trying to
3: think of how. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all proud of you, Ryan. Back, hey, nice reference.
2: My references come off the top of my head. Like My brain has to work overtime to think of a really good way to say it as I'm saying it, because I don't know what I'm going to say before I start, <laughs> just like I did right there. Don <laughs> Cheeto. That's the of <laughs> thing that we
7: end up with. <laughs> it makes it more entertaining. <laughs> We are in the midst right now of the new birth of this nation. Yes, we are. We are in that time of the word of God that was delivered in November of 2014. There is a new birth for America. There is a new birth for this nation. We had at the time we did not know what it looks like, but we are seeing what it looks right like right now. We are seeing that awakening we are seeing a sweeping of the moving the move of the spirit of, of God from coast to coast all over this nation. Father, we thank you for all that you are doing in the midst of it, and thank you that we are being swept up in the glory of God over this nation. Things that have been lost are being restored there 's a new birth right now. For America and it's taking place right before our eyes and we will not set apart our responsibility and our duty to do what God has called us to do we say yes Lord yes we will do exactly what you've called us to do and we receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit the outpouring of the Holy Spirit over Washington DC we see We see Congress praying. We see them seeking God. We see prayer coming back into our schools. We see the Bible coming back into our schools. We see abortion being turned around. We see this nation being completely restored, completely delivered. For it is a time of the new birth of our nation. And we're seeing it right before our eyes now in Jesus' name.
6: Speaking of Cheeto. Uh oh. Uh, I saw that Glenn Beck had recently tried to make himself look like Donald Trump.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: By mashing his face into a bowl of ground up Cheetos. Or as he calls it, lunchtime. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, yes.
6: So when I, when I heard that Ted Cruz had resigned from the race or had quit the race, I thought, oh, but isn't he God's chosen one? Mm hmm. Isn't he the one that Glenn Beck said he knows has been called for yeah. this time mm-hmm. by God yeah. to lead this country to greatness?
3: Yeah, Beck Beck gave one of his his pitiful pleas that he does like every other week where he's like, Well, if you're only going to listen to one thing I said, yeah. it's this. It's this right here. It's he this did that. one thing. Yeah, he did that well, bullshit like he does every fucking if, other week. If we
0: week.
2: learn anything about God, he's very indecisive. I mean, and he's Ben Carson stupid. was promised by God.
3: Rick Perry, Rick Santorum, by God.
2: Rand Paul. Yeah. They were all promised by God to be president. So he's very- Sarah Palin. Either he promises too much, or he just can't make up his fucking mind. He doesn't want to make enemies. He's like, okay, yes, he can be president. Or he thinks it's funny. I think he thinks it's funny. <laughs> and by the way, God mows all their lawns. Just to let you
3: know. He mows all their lawns? Yeah. he's
2: They all have the no, same uh, greenskeeper. Weatherman. Oh. Yeah. No, no. His, this <laughs> one's actually named God. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Lowercase g.
6: I was unaware of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Do, do they, he's got a travel. That's a lot of travel. Well, they're Does rich. He
2: get per diem or, or
6: mileage on that? Oh, no, they all have a
2: little uh, cellar they lock him in. How I can think they, they all I think-
6: lock him in a cellar?
2: Because when they, when he shows up there, I think it's, uh, I saw Ted Cruz's had a sign like sex dungeon or something. That's where they lock him when he comes there to mow the lawn.
6: (laughs) A sign or sex dungeon or something. (laughs) Yeah, I don't
2: know. He, they fly around every, every, uh, two days he gets on a plane. They fly to another, uh, Republican's house. Wait, he has to get on a plane?
6: Yeah. Huh.
2: The sex plane. It's not like you think it is. It's not with all the glory holes and whips. This one he's tied (laughs) down and stretched. I don't know where this is coming He's from. He's put on the rack. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what any of that uh, meant. See, that's what I, I just said it.
6: I don't think before I say. I just say. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, and aside from covering himself in Cheetos to look like Donald Trump, apparently, uh, uh, Glenn Beck oh, yeah. told a wow. crowd of Indiana voters Monday that if Cruz loses the state, he will be pissed and suicidal. He, I believe he asked everybody to fast for a day in order that Ted Cruz would win. Now that Ted Cruz has lost, beyond being pissed, I'm really hoping that Glenn Beck is suicidal. Yeah, I
3: mean, somebody not get be... him a knife. Hurry.
1: Well, I was going to say, not to be
6: insensitive, but I hope to hear the gunshot heard around the world. <laughs> I, that, I mean, and, and I can only imagine that for the next, I don't know, days, weeks, months, glenn beck will be a puddle of crying mess that he somehow let god down in, yeah in, in cruz oh he's being... he's let god
3: down in so many ways <laughs> <laughs> or he's out playing golf because he just plays a character on his fucking yeah. tv show first of all crying on camera get fucking have some dignity dude <laughs> well sometimes Jesus. they overload the onions underneath the desk <laughs> well
6: i i read somewhere earlier today that the whole little stage bullshit that Glenn Beck has set up on the blaze is supposed to be like the Oval Office. Really? Yeah, it's like a replica of the Oval Office. I've seen photos of the Oval Office. Hmm. This is just something I read on the internet, so I'm sure it's true. Yeah, it has to be. Is there a dress in the corner with semen
2: stains on it?
6: (laughs) Is it blue? Yeah. (laughs) Poor Monica. (laughs) She's been demonized over that.
2: I mean, he got a blowjob in the Oval Office.
6: As many presidents have. It's not, it's good for him. Sure, sure. I mean, he took advantage, Bill Clinton took advantage of a young staffer, and she's the one who was ultimately paid the price for this versus him. At least he didn't rape Mm -hmm. her. At least it was consensual. Yeah, I, I suppose it was, but I mean it's <laughs> at, at still, least he didn't staff her. He he took oh. he took advantage <laughs> of his position of power. Yeah, but Yeah. that's every musician on the road. <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: Everyone.
6: <laughs> so so besides being covering himself in Cheetos and saying that he would be pissed and suicidal, Glenn Beck has now said that you will never have another Republican president ever again. <laughs> Wow. We can I, only hope that he's correct.
2: I can't wholly disagree with that to a point. You won't have a Republican like these Republicans ever again. Because Republicans Republican's going to have to have a new face and you're going to have to completely change and revitalize their party in order to, I think, get elected again.
3: It's amazing how much energy he has to just <laughs> say all of this nonsense on <laughs> – haven't totally recorded – and then have it be completely wrong less than a week later, yeah. ev- almost every time. And he just continues to keep going. It's a, it's amazing. Am I the only one that's curious about why he has like the CIA earpiece in? Oh, his, the opinion of himself, dude, he's, I guarantee it's not even plugged into anything.
2: <laughs> it certainly isn't necessary. And they're, they're hard to hear with. Like, cause I was, I had one of those in to do that shoot this last weekend at the Real Salt Lake game. And it's like, you're trying to have a conversation with the person next to you. It's like, I'm half deaf right now. Well, let's,
6: let's hear straight from Wacko the Crying
0: Clowns. Mouth. Uh, he met with his top people from 11 o'clock at night to 3 o'clock in the morning. A decision was made at 3 o'clock yesterday morning. Were you there? That if Indiana did not go,
2: <laughs> were you would there? pull out.
0: And everybody in the room was trying to convince him to stay in, except for a couple of people. Everybody in the room was trying to convince him to stay in. And all Ted said the entire night was, I want cookies. Yes. <laughs> but the country. That's all he kept saying. Oh, yes. Shit. But the country.
6: Yeah, because Ted Cruz fucking Tears cares about the country. Tears rolling down his cheeks. Bullshit.
0: Yes, but the country. I think I would say the same
3: thing back to him. They tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. They tried. Yes, but the country.
0: They mm-hmm. tried. You know, there was an original war where it was pretty contentious. I know. A-
6: so is, is Glenn Beck honestly trying to say that Ted Cruz believes that unifying behind Donald Trump is ultimately better for the country. That 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 is the that's the canard he wants
3: to uh, he I, wants to put himself. I on. just think he's I just think he's making up shit to make Cruz sound like. Some yes, sort of savior, but the country that that Beck has been painting him as, so that he can keep some of his ego. But what he needs to do is release that top button on his shirt because his second chin is really <laughs> suffocating in there. He's asking a lot of that button at this yeah. point. But, but yeah. if he
2: unbuttons the top button, you're going to see that he's only wearing a mask and he's really a reptilian. Oh, right. right.
0: Yes, but, but the country, country. <laughs> pretty <laughs> contentious. I know, as I emailed you last night. I know we're a third of the host of heaven. I no, know you brother. emailed me
6: last night. I fucking read it. Okay, you don't have to tell me about You're it.
2: Like, you emailed me. You texted me. You called me just like a girlfriend I broke up with last week. You won't <laughs> leave me alone.
3: <laughs> Jeez, dude. And then he, and then he's gonna get into this whole fucking Lord of the Rings style war in heaven before any of yeah. us were on Earth. A third shit.
6: of the host of heaven
0: of the host of heaven was cast yeah. out.
1: <sighs>
0: that was pretty contentious. Yes, nobody stopped. It kept going. It- how do you know or the good of the overall plan
3: <laughs> he's
0: it's the rebellion the,
3: the wisdom he's
6: talking about <laughs> Satan and his disciples is being that? cast out of heaven uh, and he's comparing that to Ted Cruz, Cruz? yeah wow that's 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 wow worthy I don't I, I don't use wow a whole lot
3: no it sounds awkward when you do it yeah. that's you know <laughs> uh, that's wow, wow. <laughs> when you <laughs>
2: When you like fart around a dog or make a weird noise and they kind of do the head tilt thing, that's 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 my emotion when I hear that's like,
1: what the fuck?
3: Yeah, what was that?
2: That's what I think a dog's actually doing when they do the head tilt. That's a dog's what the fuck?
1: Yeah,
3: (laughs) that's a dog's David Silverman face.
6: (laughs) I actually scared Chaplin a few times when he was laying next to me on the couch, and I farted, and he'd <laughs> he'd jump up like, "What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, did you hear that? Did you hear that, Dad? What the hell was that?" Am I the only one that would
2: smile really big and look around and then fart if I had a dog on my lap because I'm like, something's gonna, <laughs> This is gonna be funny. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> just look for the dog's reaction, like wait for from to smell it, like ah, <laughs> this
2: is gonna be so funny.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I try not to use "while" very often because I think it's way overused. And yeah, yeah, so I don't. But usually
3: people mean it passive aggressively, like, wow, 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 really, really, wow, yeah, Yeah.
6: really, wow, you're going to say that, wow, (laughs) like, really,
3: (laughs) yeah, like, like, England has more mass murder than the United States, wow, Wow. really, really, you went there, wow, (laughs) (laughs) they don't even have guns, what is he thinking, (laughs) it's so easy, and
0: Carly walked in,
3: oh, Carly,
0: (laughs) I will tell you, Carly Fiorina is one of the most impressive people I have ever met. She gave me a wet dream. She walked in, and you know me. I'm a hugger, and sometimes I can be an awkward uh, hugger. I was thinking, so I am think bet you you're
3: always an
0: awkward hugger. I want to say
2: I'm a hugger and a fucker because it just rhymed.
0: I was yeah. waiting for him to say that.
3: <laughs> He's a silver-haired Peter Dinklage in a button-up shirt. He's always awkward. And he dyes his
2: hair silver. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. It looks like it. Uh, he used to see the opposite of Just for Men. Just for wizards.
6: <laughs>
0: nice. Me, I'm a hugger, and sometimes I can be an awkward hugger, and uh, so you know, sometimes I hug a little too long. Yeah, he so I ass. hugged her, and I let I let go, and she hugged me harder. And there's, there's a what? And uh, and
3: so that's why she she's just so said, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Next, dude, what point are you making? She's know. the most amazing person ever. She hugged me back. He's, Glenn, he's admitting that he's extremely awkward when around women. Glenn,
6: mm. you're an awkward hugger. It's okay to slip a finger in my pooper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for standing true to your principles. And I That's Cody I at would and an erection. said, are you kidding me? She said, no, you don't know how much you've meant to us. And I said, are you ki Carly.
3: Oh, back to stroking his ego. the biggest
0: patriot in America. Oh, I
2: thought he was going to say bitch.
0: She said, how do you figure that? And I said, (laughs) because you knew last week. You knew last week this was a suicide mission. Oh, I thought. And you didn't care about your reputation of getting in. What reputation? Announcing you're going to be his vice president.
6: Her reputation of being an abject failure at every (laughs) fucking thing she's ever done? Stood up. It, it, this
3: was a last-ditch effort to get into the White House for she's, her. She's she had nothing to lose. Yeah, she had yeah. nothing
6: to lose, and she's just continued her her steady progression of abject failure.
3: I don't I don't know. Like whenever I see him back talking like this, and he's going through these stories that no one can verify, m- my skeptic sense is just no. on fire because oh, every, yeah. every word he yeah. says is like. That really sounds like you just made that yeah. up. And there's yeah. a lot of very successful
2: businesswomen out there. Carly is not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, if... Well,
6: if, if... if She's got a lot of money.
2: Well, she's got money, but she's the goal over is to fail,
0: she's super
2: successful. Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah.
2: She got money. The companies all fell apart.
6: Yeah.
0: I didn't care about your reputation of getting in, announcing you're going to be his vice president, and a week later... Over. There was a possibility that it was over. She said it was the right thing to do. No, I call that the delusional. She is impressive.
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no. So, no. that's is really, she, that's, she is impressive. <laughs>
6: impressive. You should have felt that
3: hug. <laughs> so, that's pretty interesting when, finish him, when Beck <laughs> is talking about the fact that this is going to be a suicide mission, a total failure, you know, trying to build up her bravery. Or whatever, but at the same time, all of those components he just named, and then said, but I, and then he said that Carly said, but I believe in this or whatever. Well, then, then, then you're bad at that. You're yeah, really yeah. bad at that. So whatever you're believing in, I don't want any part of that.
2: Like she would make a good professional kamikaze pilot. <laughs> mm,
6: yeah. Mm. yeah, you're really bad at everything you do. I hope in the future you'll continue telling me what you really believe in so I can stay as far away from it as as possible. Yeah, she's a
10: Christian.
2: I take that back. She'd (laughs) be a horrible kamikaze pilot. She'd probably actually land the plane on her first try.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. She would take off and immediately crash it. (laughs) She'd crash in the ocean. No no
6: chance of even doing any any good with...
3: even if she crashed in the ocean, she's a
2: halfway success then because your whole point of being a kamikaze pilot is to crash.
3: Mm. The she just missed the target. To, the whole point is to do damage. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a suicide mission, but... I mean, some kamikaze pilots failed. There's actually some it's, kamikaze it's not pilots... Not for the that s-
3: for the sake of suicide, though. It's to do damage to the enemy. Yeah. So if she crashed in the ocean, well, that's failure. Even after
2: they... There was actually stories of kamikaze pilots that got shot down, recovered by American soldiers, and that kamikaze pilot the whole time tried to commit suicide because that was...
6: Oh, yeah. I was supposed to die. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've failed, and you're, you're allowing me to continue
0: failing, and that's yeah.
6: not good. Living is failing for me.
0: But I think the country and all of us as individuals are going to um, reap what we have sown. And there's nothing that's going to get us out of that. His consequences are eternal. And they are, they are not judgments. They're promises. You do this and this is what happens you do this and this is what happens we did that so we're going to get that now we can still turn to him which all of us have done and said and can say help us make it easier help us learn from it help us help other people through it but i don't think there's a savior running in on a white horse because uh, quite honestly uh, we're not we're a petulant child that we're the child that we have talked to, we have reasoned with, we have put in time out, we have grounded, we have spanked, and the behavior is getting worse. The last thing you do is right before the punishment, come in and say, you know what, I'm going to take all that away. That would be a bad dad. That would be a very bad dad. And the one thing I know about God, he ain't a bad dad.
3: I got a fun little thing here. All right. A little interesting here. Okay. Hashtag the Bible has taught me. This has been circulating around Twitter while some of the tweets are positive and encouraging. Others are quite the opposite. This okay. Is this a
2: failure for the, uh, the hashtag?
3: Mm, sort, I mean, sort of. In a column for Christian Today, Reverend Mark Woods writes that Twitter can often be a hostile place for Christians. Well. and only Christians, right? It's a hostile place for fucking for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, as is seen with hashtag. The Bible has taught me some of the tweets were using the hashtag. Some some of the tweets using the hashtag are consistent with the hashtag's original purpose. The Bible has taught me no matter what I'm going through, I can turn my eyes to Jesus, and He will always accept me with open arms oh just like the preacher yeah not at all in the bible <laughs> I' gonna I'm gonna read that again because this is the hashtag the bible has taught me and then you go on to say something right so yeah the bible has taught me quote no matter what I'm going through I can turn my eyes to Jesus and he will always accept me with open arms mm. that is not in no. the bible Jesus is pretty yeah, bigoted in the Bible I don't and, remember uh, seeing that
6: anywhere
2: in the yeah bible.
3: so that's the intended use of this hashtag okay. well
2: yeah basically I would, I would correct that guy by saying, if you do anything against Jesus, he'll cast you to a lake of fire.
3: Right. Um, the Bible has taught me to be fearless, unless LGBT people need to pee. No, the Bible taught you to fear God. We did another one. Yeah, you're right.
6: supposed to fear God. Yeah,
3: not in the Bible. I'm but not part. sure which Bible you're reading. And that God can use anybody, no matter what they've done in the past. Pawns are critical to any dictator. <laughs> what? <laughs> wrote another. <laughs> Uh, Some Twitter users, however, saw the hashtag as an opportunity to mock the Bible, which they do not believe in. Well, it's not hard to mock. Yeah. Bible has taught me you can get married as many times as you like, as long as you're not gay. True. Posted a picture of Kim Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) Uh, The Bible has taught me. To know my place as a woman and not talk back for my to my husband, for I am his property. That actually is in the Bible. Yes. Yeah. That's biblical. That's somebody who actually learned something from the Bible. So it's hilarious that all the ones that aren't in it but are nice and fluffy are the ones, well, that's, the one, that's what we meant when we said it. But the people who yeah. took it literally ruined everything. But, but you say, didn't actually learn that from the Bible then, did you? Right. Exactly. Uh, because some Twitter users use the hashtag insincerity and others used it to mock the Bible. Wood says, "This shows that Christians must be ready to encounter opposing viewpoints if they decide to use social media."
6: Shocker! <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> not everybody's <laughs> going to fucking agree with you. Oh my god! Without
3: realizing. Newsflash!
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Uh, well, my God taught me would be God taught me that if I rape a woman, she's now my wife. Right. Or I can have her stoned outside the temple gates.
6: I either have to marry her or kill her. Yeah. Uh.
2: Yep. So it all depends on if she went down on you or not. If you get, if you, I mean, that's in the end. Like, was it good or bad? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, what what a time to live in. <laughs> that was sarcastic. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> wow, wow, Ryan. Wow, really? Sometimes I just have to give the obvious <laughs> joke.
3: Just wow. Wow. <laughs> A man who calls himself Philly Jesus has a new cross to bear. Was that Philly or Philly? Like Philadelphia, Philly. <laughs> oh I thought
2: it was like the, 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 I the probe that landed on the that's, comet. That's
3: a Utah accent was this, thing. Well, yeah, it is. Totally. I, do I do that? No. Oh,
6: okay. No, but I'm used to hearing the Utah
3: accent, so Oh. You're just cl- you're just clarifying. Yeah. Wow, Dan, really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> a man who calls himself Philly Jesus. Mm. Has a new cross to bear. He was arrested at the Philadelphia Apple Store on a trespassing charge. Philly, Jesus's real name is Michael Grant. He dresses like Jesus, carries a large cross, preaches on sidewalks, and poses for photos. He also performs baptisms in city fountains. Mm, Sounds illegal. Mm -hmm. Also, did... Sounds
2: disgusting. If I can't (laughs) pee in it, he can't baptize in it.
3: (laughs) Did Jesus perform any baptisms himself? I think that was John. John did Jesus's, yeah.
6: Well, he's John the
10: Baptist,
3: right?
6: That's a good. I'm, I'm trying to. Was that sarcasm? Think, I think <laughs> that was, just being think that to was oh. play on
3: words. Oh wow! wow. Didn't Jesus baptize, <laughs> didn't
6: Jesus baptize John?
3: Oh yeah, I think they. I think they. They
6: baptized each other. I think right? they did oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah, it was. A they tit for, did do each other. They definitely did each other. It was a tit for tat thing. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> in the uh, in the sauna, you do me, I'll do you okay. on a Sunday. <laughs> okay.
3: Dude, don't don't worry about it. The water's really cold. You know that. You can feel it. It's cold. <laughs> uh, police say the Apple store manager told them Grant refused to leave Monday night despite being asked multiple times. They say his cross was blocking an aisle. He was handcuffed and arrested. According to online court documents, Grant was charged with defiant trespassing. I and, figured he was looking up porn on the Apple computers and disorderly conduct. No lawyer information was listed. He was released after an arraignment early Tuesday. Grant tweeted Tuesday that he was free at last.
6: So these people couldn't bear the burden of Jesus' crossed. Crossed. Correct. Cross. Cross. Maybe he just needs to get a small like a backpack size cross. Hmm. Backpack size? Well then he won't be blocking aisles and he'd be free to be have his But you can't crucify yourself on a backpack size cross.
2: Well unless you're G.I. Joe. True. Hmm. And if he was G.I. Joe, he'd be Knowing really he's hard off the to battle. catch yo Joe. How are you going to handcuff them? What? If the GI Joe, how are you going to arrest him and handcuff him?
6: Little handcuffs. I, I don't know. <laughs> <The> little handcuffs. <laughs> it's I, not that. It's not that hard, man. Come on, Ryan. Come on, think about hey, it, Ryan. Keep up. Little handcuffs. <laughs> like like finger cuffs. <laughs> Just tiny little handcuffs. It's not that hard, man. Come on.
2: I didn't know that was issued equipment nowadays. <laughs> I think tizz, it comes with the G.I. Joe kit. <laughs> no, it comes with the special G.I. Joe kit. Where he dates Barbie. Yes.
6: BDSM Barbie.
2: It's it's uh <laughs> uh I'm trying to make a joke at the top of my head and it's not coming out <laughs> right because I can't think of the name of the book. Uh 50 Shades of Green. Fifty?
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Finally got it. I yes! got it.
6: <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Took a second, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got something here from from our friend Gordon Klingon shit. Oh, oh yeah. Ugh.
2: Fucking dick neck. Alright, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit clings to his ass like a fucking bad Dingleberry.
6: Revisiting the main a topic. <laughs> revisiting the main topic of last week's show. Uh, transgender people being Ill- being able to pee. Uh Gordon Klingenschmidt says gays will demand to have sex in your guest bedroom.
3: What? Alright.
6: Because that's what, they come to your house for? Yeah, there's just going to be random gay people marching up and down the road saying, we want to come into your guest room and have sex. I mean, if if I have a bunch of friends over there, I got some gay friends over, I would much rather they have sex in the guest bedroom than my bedroom.
3: <laughs> that goes yeah. for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's
6: hear what Mr. Penishead had to
10: say. Uh, a spirit of persecution, which is coming out of this uh, homosexual movement. Uh, and it's not enough that they get weddings in their own private churches. They want to come to your church. They want to come to your business. They might even come to your home if you are a uh, bed and breakfast owner. They'll come right into your home and. Dem- well, that's because you're. If that's where you running your fucking bre- business,
2: and you are renting a room out, yes, if you are offering a room for rent, expect people to come. What a fucking in both Id- ways,
3: did did he really expect to s- <laughs> just sneak that by everybody? It's not some. <laughs> They're gonna quiet,
10: come yeah. use your bed if you own a hotel. Bed <laughs> <laughs> and Ian breakfast owner, they'll come right into your home and With demand diamonds. to have sex in your guest bedroom. They'll demand
3: it. They'll <laughs> demand it, sir.
6: I know that any time I've ever set a reservation <laughs> for a bed and breakfast, I'm like, I'm gonna fuck in whatever room you put us in. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. make sure that there's yes. clean sheets. And that they're not very important to you. And have a second set of sheets because <laughs> right. we hate wet spots. Can I
3: speak to your manager? Sir, I insist on fucking in your bed.
6: <laughs> it's going to fucking happen, okay? I'm just, I'm trying to be, I'm being the better person here. I'm warning yeah. you ahead of time. I'm going to fuck in whatever room you put us and in. And guess what? That shower, I'm going to jizz all over it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and newsflash, they don't fucking care. Have you ever gone in there like, oh, are you two on your honeymoon? Great. Here's this and that. They don't know fuck. what you're going to do.
10: Yeah. And he's Catholic, so he doesn't know. And there's nothing you can do, they say, to deny them service because they have a right to violate your freedom.
6: What? How is it violating your freedom if somebody fucks in a room that you've rented to them
10: for fucking in?
6: If you offer up a room for rent
2: for people to come to on vacation, it's very likely some of these people are trying to get away from their fucking kids because they can't fuck at home with their kids around. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to fuck.
3: Loudly. And why is it
6: always that these people are so concerned about, uh, about what, what other consenting adults do with their genitals? Yeah,
3: yeah. well, Catholics why, are why it, why obsessed
6: it, why it, with it. Why isn't it, they're going to read John Grisham novels in your house. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they're going to take pictures of the room you put them yeah.
3: in. <laughs> (laughs) They're going to go right up there, set their bags down, and sightsee for a while. They will probably (laughs) use the toilets in that room, (laughs) and they will probably poop. How dare a person come into my house and take a shit? (laughs) This guy in his fucking turtlenecks, too.
10: He's got that that throat blubber hanging out. He
2: peed and didn't even fucking put the seat back down.
10: (laughs) Well, their rights end at the tip of your conscience. No more at the tip cock. of your cock.
1: That's, I <laughs> that's, you, that's we were on the same level yeah,
10: there.
3: At the tip of your cock. Okay, I want to. I want I want to see cite your sources. Where Where does it say that you have a right to conscience? And where is the tip of that conscience? Because you guys are trying Kinda to extend like, that to I cover have the, right the whole to swing
10: country. Swing my fist, right? It ends at the tip of your nose. I can't punch you in the nose because your rights begin where my rights end. Unless you're being a dick. Well, if there are conflicting rights. I say that the Christians ought to have equal rights. And, and you their, do. And their argument has always been about equal rights, equal rights for homosexuals. Yeah. What about equal rights for Christians? You do have equal you fucking rights. What have right to not participate in their sin? Are you are you not get- having sex with them. Are you getting in bed and fucking with them? Yeah.
6: Is he saying that he would like to go into the room and have sex with them and they're not allowing that and that's why he's so upset? I think he. I think he's trying to play the whole, you know, you need to,
2: like, keep Jesus between you at a fucking grade school dance. He's trying to keep saying, he tried to get between
6: them while they're in the bedroom, and he actually got packed. to room for the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's got to have some room between the two of you here. Don't get so close, okay?
10: What about our right to not participate in their sin? Don't we have a conscience? Don't we have the freedom? Can't yeah. we say no?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, they're using
10: the government sword to force us to comply. And they're saying, no, no, we, we not only have nope. to say yes, but we have to be happy about it or we'll be fined. We'll be forced out of business. That's just wrong.
6: No, well, I know. no, you, you as a business are allowed certain protections for your business from the government. And in order to, in order to, have the benefit of those protections, you also have to abide by certain rules and restrictions that are allowed and provided to your business to keep everybody safe and to make it equitable for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, then don't fucking have a business. Nobody's yeah. forcing you to have a, to yeah. have a business.
3: The Constitution I, is not based on might makes right. It's, it's in place to protect minority groups from majority bigots like you yeah. imposing your, your, uh, ideals on everybody else. I wonder if he's
2: as upset about interracial couples having sex in these in these beds
3: he would have been if he was alive doing this shit 50 years ago Well, the bible yeah. still
6: says it though yeah
10: oh i know but they've gotten over that now well not
6: he, all of them I'm, no no not I, all of them. i would imagine that he privately is racist yeah
10: that is an evil spirit of persecution i know there are humans involved on their side of the agenda but there are also evil spirits influencing them to come after the church <laughs> and no. we gotta stand up not Necessarily against the humans, we've got to stand up against Not, Satan. N- <laughs> not, not, not necessarily, necessarily
3: <laughs> against the humans. We got to get. We got to go out and get in shape. We got to train. CrossFit, everybody. CrossFit.
6: Not necessarily <laughs> against the humans, but just the demons. But go after the demons because
3: they don't <laughs> exist.
10: Yeah. yeah, leave the humans alone. Just go after the demons. Just walk. only really against the humans. Himself. We've got to stand up against Satan. Who is inside of them?
3: Yeah. Oh, go wage a war on Satan. Do it all day long. Go, yeah. go do that and leave the humans alone. I'm fine with that.
2: <laughs> the doctor checked my rectum. No Satan.
3: Oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah. We were. Your, your we were rectal worried. tone is okay. I yeah. mean,
2: we
6: we talked during the break about. Yeah. Your rectal tone. But... I still don't think I can hold a bottle in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're
2: not up to the challenge. No. You don't want to find out. I'm not going to try to hold a <laughs> bottle of whiskey in my asshole.
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> so. The
2: Just the neck. Come on. So this this is coming from. I'm I'm gonna pose. But I'm gonna be naked in a, a calendar, basically. And
6: I'm, I was I was surprised that you actually posted the picture of your <laughs> me naked of your of your. <laughs> I said fuck it. Yeah, I was like, well, I was i I thought that picture was awesome, and had had I only known, I'd have posted that all over the place. And Ryan posted it in in a group of thirty six hundred people. <laughs> but it's a closed group, so
2: my mom still can't see it. <laughs>
6: Which is funny because until one of those thirty six hundred people downloads, it tags you but, in it and posts to, it on their own wall. Well, that's why I, I had a. I was having a
2: conversation the other day, and I said, "Well, maybe this will be a good Mother's Day gift for my mom to send her a framed portrait of me, <laughs> <laughs> with nothing but a Johnny Walker bottle covering up my dick."
3: Yeah, she'll probably love it.
2: I was like, "Wow, you go, <laughs> and, Ryan!" And wow. la- last I checked, my sister wow. listens to this podcast, so she'll probably tell my mom anyways.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get a call. Oh, fuck, it's my mom. Hey, mom. Wow. Wow, really? Really, Ryan? Really? Mike, wow. A whiskey do that bottle? <laughs> to... I'm
2: still thinking in my head. I'm like, wait, <laughs> the whiskey bottle's clear, and Johnny Walker's really not a very dark whiskey? So is there going to be like some Photoshopping needed to make it? Because we, we can't show actual nudity. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you you can't see what's through the bottle. I don't think you'd be able to see it. Okay. But... We'll find
6: out. I mean- <laughs> There will be a magnifying effect, but
2: <laughs> not
1: needed. I'm just, not no, needed, I... like
3: it's not going to help anyway, or oh, like it doesn't matter what you do. No, like you don't need a magnifying glass for bottle. That re- ant bottle's really cold <laughs> for oh.
6: for, the, for that ant eater. Oh. That that elephant <laughs> drunk.
3: <laughs> elephant drunk uh.
6: that fireman's hose <laughs>
3: well you'll all find out <laughs>
6: nice I mean if
2: you want to buy it the magazines will, I mean the calendars Calendar, will be for sale yeah. at the pride fest yeah so
6: I think it's, it's awesome that you guys it's, are it's, that it's, yeah. it's
2: a good cause all the money is going directly to Atheists of Utah so
3: pride fest like small dicks unite pride or something hey.
2: Well, the whole thing started hey. from a lot of the, a lot of the women got together and wanted to do a calendar being body positive, And a bunch of the guys said, Hey, we're on board with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole idea of it to have atheists being a calendar and being body positive, being like, <laughs> you don't have to be, you know, a size zero waist or you don't have to be having a six pack and being all ripped in order to be proud of the way you look. Don't I, let
6: the media tell you what's beautiful. I think pretty I, much. I prefer positive. Positive? Positive. 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 Body positive.
2: That could be a new, positive. like, uh, workout routine. Be positive.
6: Yeah. Couch,
2: Cheetos, mouth. Couch, Cheetos,
6: mouth. Bosley. <laughs> what, was, what was that Bosley Oh, Bosley guy? was the hair grow. Well, they're also from Happy Days. Uh, <laughs> Tom Bosley, right? I have no idea. Uh, I only know, I only I'm know. i old. Dave? Sorry. Dave? Forget I said that? anything. <laughs> I only
2: know Bosley for the hair thing i fucking And uh, calendars. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you guys don't know Happy Days.
2: Dan, I know it's Happy You know tomorrow. the funds. Why well, no Happy Days from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Sure. That's where it took place. Jumping Sharks.
8: Yeah. Uh huh. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330 81 Rebel, or Twitter, the twatter, at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches.
6: All right. What else you got, Matt?
3: I got this. Just before noon on Monday, 35-year-old TJ Antel watched the unfolding of a domestic dispute between a man and a woman outside of Walgreens in Arlington, Texas. The man, a soldier stationed at Fort Hood, allegedly fired a gun twice. One bullet burying into the ground, another striking the woman in the ankle. He then climbed into his truck in the parking lot and attempted to leave when Antel tried to stop him.
6: Did he yell, dance, bitch,
3: dance before <laughs> he started shooting? It's not back in the no. future. Ah. Let me just let me just let le- the shooter was leaving yeah. at this point, just yeah. so everyone's aware. Antel went to his vehicle, grabbed his own gun, and approached the shooter. I'll pause here for anyone who still thinks this is the wise thing to do. It's not. A classic what-could-go-wrong moment, if you will. Antel demanded the shooter stop and resume the life-threatening scenario he was fleeing. Yeah. The shooter (laughs) Um, agreed. You're not
6: done shooting. Come back here.
3: No, he wasn't. The shooter agreed by firing it into Antel's face. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Within hours, the shooter had turned himself into authorities. Ricky Braddon, 22, faces a murder charge and is being held on $500,000 bond. Good job, Hero. Police spent most of the day investigating, or excuse me, interviewing witnesses. When asked if Antel should have intervened, Arlington police spokesman Christopher Cook told TV station NBC5, Mm, Quote, No. Anytime you can be the best witness you can be, we always recommend that.
6: Yeah. Versus the corpse Uh, that can't uh, give uh, us uh, any information uh, at uh, at
3: all. Dead witness is a bad witness. Mm -hmm. As the number of states allowing people to carry guns has increased... Reports of injuries and deaths have also risen for some reason.
2: Huh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I keep hearing this notion come from the Republican Party that more guns equals more safety.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Since 2007, the number of Americans holding concealed carry permits has nearly tripled, rising from 4.6 million to 12.8 million in 2015. And Obama is still coming to get all of them. In related news, Republicans plan to release swarms containing millions of bees at beaches this summer. They say that more Ooh. bees equal fewer bee stings. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. So we'll all well, be Well, because
2: because the bees will feel safer then mm-hmm. if you got if you got a thousand safety bees, in numbers, yeah, safety in numbers. Yeah. They won't feel the threat to sting.
3: Right, because th- then they'll realize, well, there could be another bee over there with a stinger just like mine, and so and so I'm not going to sting anybody because so I, I could I get stung get, if yeah. I tried to sting. Yeah. So. Yeah.
6: Well, they just know that if there's, if there's a million of them, they can just lift the fucker up and drop them. And really, once mm-hmm. I sting somebody, that's the end of my life anyway, so... Not if you're a wasp. <laughs> I'm really not going to travel down that... Right. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to buzz down that road.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, really? Bro. Wow, bee puns, really? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're, we're getting towards the end here, but talking about bees... Um and the fact that weed will Sad probably
6: way. none of your beeswax. wax. The, the
2: <laughs> fact that weed will probably be legalized within the next ten years, I hope. Not in Utah. Well Everywhere. if it federally if it gets taken ah. off the federal control substance ban list, it'd be yeah. just like ninth or the eighteenth amendment being taken away and yeah. uh taken away prohibition. Yeah. With the twenty States rights <laughs> <laughs> Um They got bees making weed honey. Mm. Weed honey? So bees are being are pollinating uh Marijuana plants. Uh-huh. And the honey they create from the pollination of the marijuana plants is creating a honey that contains THC. Oh my. <laughs> but. The bees are still very productive because THC has no effect on the bees. They're still, they're still very
6: productive. <laughs> they're so, not sure what they're doing, but so they're yeah. having a good time doing so it. So
2: the whole worry of a bee getting high and not pollinating is not true. He's like the best weed maker.
3: <laughs> that totally from, came from somebody who was stoned and was watching it. He's like, those bees are so fucking stoned right now. They continue doing what they're doing. They just do it slowly. <laughs> or just your perception <laughs> of them is getting like,
6: whoa. Or or they just they feel like they always need... Dude, just a bit more pollen.
3: Yeah. I need some some nectar really bad. They just go in pairs to every flower, like, just chatting about it. This one's really cool. And then, like, what are we doing? What
6: were we doing? Oh, yeah, right. We need the pollen, man. So, in the future, you could be
2: putting all-natural THC-enriched honey into your tea. Ooh.
1: Hmm.
6: I like the sound of this. Think about it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. This
2: sounds delightful. Come on, government, get on your fucking shit and take care of this.
3: Yeah, get on your fucking shit.
2: Peanut butter and honey sandwiches for everybody.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm.
2: I just sometimes I'll just take the honey jar and just squeeze it out of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Mm. It's the good. little bear. Yeah. Don't condescend me, man. Just <laughs> I just. Have put- you seen California? I've seen the state. I've been. To yeah, I've it. been there. I never okay. really the movie California. Uh, but I actually, <laughs> I said California. What I meant to say is True Romance. <laughs> okay. Um, ah. Have you I seen could, True Romance? No, is but that I could the one see with why you would Schwarzenegger, Quentin Tarantino's movie True Romance uh, with nope with fucking every star that you can imagine. Wait, is that the one that's kind of like
3: California? It's a little bit like California, oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
6: Like California or California. In that it has Brad Pitt in it oh, okay. and is uh, oh. from the 90s? Sure.
3: Oh, no. you mean Snatch?
6: No. Yeah, Snatch. No. Oh, Fight Club, I got California you. California and True Romance are two of my favorite movies. Oh, okay. but huh. the, in, in True Romance, Brad Pitt plays this stoner and he's smoking out of a little bong. That Which he, made he really of, was at the time. That he made out of a honeybee uh honey, whoa honey, how do you the I honey bear the honey bear fucking so i'm like bee, the honeybee sorry. i'm like how do you God damn you i'm like fuck it. you need Shit. a roach clip for that never mind never mind
3: <laughs> <laughs> no whatever i insist that i fuck in your bed
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> it! <laughs> moving on what else you got uh, i'm out i have no more things
3: washington missouri According to stunned sources, billions of seedlings burst through the soil of farmlands across the nation and began growing at an alarming rate Thursday. As Monsanto CEO Hugh Grant stood in the center of a soybean field and slowly raised his outstretched arms upward.
1: It is time.
3: Rise Rise high above above the land, my sweets, said Grant. As corn stalks, sorghum plants, tomato vines, and dozens of other commercial crops sprung from the earth throughout the country, growing taller and fuller with each inch that that the agribusiness executives' upturned palms ascended into the air. Yes, 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 that's that's it. My lovely lovely creations, creations. grow bigger, bigger, stronger. stronger. Nothing Nothing shall stop your growth or limit your yield. Thrive and ripen. After commanding the nation's crops to their full height and maturity, Grant is then reported to have slowly dragged his index finger across his neck, causing all non-GMO crops across the U.S. to wither and collapse. Ooh. That guy sounds like a dick.
2: <laughs> sounds like an evil bastard.
6: <laughs> Fucking taking over the world. I mean, Terminator genes.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why GMOs are bad. So. Everybody.
6: I want to real so you we, I, I mentioned the Terminator gene right yeah and everybody was up in arms about the Terminator gene when it came around mm-hmm. and I wanted to point out one of the benefits that will not be realized now because of the potential benefit of the Terminator gene. So the Terminator gene was created not to monopolize a particular seed crop, but to ensure that that seed crop would not be able to interbreed with other. Seed stock mm-hmm. and run amok out in the environment. Evil, evil, right? So recently there have been, uh, anti GMO people out there saying that GMO seeds have crossbred with traditional maize and it's, and it's turning the landscape into this weedy infestation of these crops that we can't kill with Roundup because they've cross pollinated with this other thing. And it's like, well, man. It sure be great if we had that Terminator gene in <laughs> yeah. there so that <laughs> that, that wouldn't, wouldn't fucking that. happen. Yeah, but right. You dipshits in your paranoid, schizophrenic, narcissistic, bullshit, uneducated, yeah, yeah. non-skeptical, uneducated ways decided that was a really bad fucking idea. It's kind of like the GOP going. It's a really bad idea to have single
2: payer health care, so we're going to cut that out of the Affordable Care Act. They're not able. They're not able to see the forest for the
6: trees. Yeah. It's it's this is bad. The Terminator gene. That sounds terrible. That's really bad. We should stop that. Well, then congratulations.
2: The th- then the thing happens that the whole gene was designed not to have happen. You're like, look, Monsanto's fucking shit up. Like, well, if you <laughs> they, they
6: had to fix that from you're the get You're the ones who told them to not do it, and so they said that they would not do it, and now you're complaining that they didn't do it. So, yeah. go fuck yourself. Ah. Right in the pooper. hmm Well. Well. I think it's our, been a good show. I reckon that about wraps things up around yeah. here.
1: Well.
3: Okay. So, I we guess. will leave
6: you with Tyler Glenn's <laughs> awesome new song that- uh, I thought
3: you were going to say Tom's shitty poem. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> that I really like quite a bit. And we highly encourage you to go actually watch the music video as well. Yeah. I will post a link to it in the show notes if you want to go and take a look at the video as well as hearing the delightful sounds of the song that will make you want to groove your butt.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's my,
6: my butt's already grooved. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that beavis and Butthead. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I need to report that uh I have a big crack in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah crack. Yeah. Uh, if you could send somebody right away, I have a, <laughs> I have a giant crack in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. If you haven't gone out and rated the show yet, we would greatly appreciate it. That helps us out a whole lot. rape the show.: If you have already rated it, share it with
3: a friend. Let them know how much you like the show as well. We should do a thing like for the reviews we get on iTunes, like read them on the show or something.:
6: Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we can do that. Actually, that's been a plan of mine. Uh, just iTunes wasn't loaded on this computer. Yeah. Well, and Oh, right, right. And uh I, I had so I have every other Monday off, and I had this Monday off, and I had these grand plans yeah. that I was going to do some things that were exciting and fun that I could announce on the show and that all kind of got derailed. Life so. kind of took a shit on you. Yeah, it was again, not a not a very good Monday. As Mondays are wont to be, apparently. But I anyway. hope we're we're
2: able to put a bright spot in your week. Uh Yes. I was
6: trying extra hard tonight to make shitty jokes. <laughs> thank you guys for coming out and doing this, and thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we will chat at you all next week. And I've been Ryan Duffy. Uh, I'm Matt Mitchell and, is not a rapist. And I remain Dan Ellis, though I don't really sound like myself this week.
3: <laughs> you kind of sound like Dan. Kind of sound like Dan.
6: <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody.
3: Full circle.
5: One man's choice is another man's choice, Your friends think I'm a freak, why I was in my dream, I can't even think, but we got
2: I got one that we can. It's an audio one to play that Tamel sent. So it's on the Young Turks. Oh yeah. Uh, it's disturbing. Like I didn't know these numbers until I got fucking seeded. Oh no, are they percentages?
1: N- no. <laughs> <laughs> They're dollar amounts. <laughs>